0: Friday night's at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. (laughs) Don't believe us, just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421. Get off the phone with the wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, chief. It's the RWS. You suck! Each and every Friday evening.
1: On RazRadioLive.com.
0: is high so am I and so with the shorts of the Girls who walk by, where the black is hide with no shade at all. Reminiscent of the summers that came before, where the hustle's strong or you won't survive. Graffiti tells the story of a million lives. Through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive. Where the ponds are formed, the rats run high. Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life, where the express bus runs twice a night. To the stadium that's packed every Monday night. To the yellow cab driver that helped make your fight. Where you can get what you want if the price is right. And screaming, fuck, use another way to be. Hot down, somewhere in, in the city. Hot down,
2: somewhere in the city. Back friend, girl, down, it a in the city? Back to my home ground. we the summer. People buying up the next round. In the city. True multiculture, women looking blind, men swarming like some vultures. We affected by a million different cultures, crafted in the sound, just like it was a sculpture. Taste a damn poor thing From the east to the west, we down to take flight Hit the boardwalk, filled up at Queens Key. Heading to the island, coming back around at three Cherry Beach, sunbathing, volleyball Every Saturday, this always seems to be the call Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home
3: Joe Show, we have the finest studios.
4: Where's your studio? Because like I'm in a studio now. It has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on.
3: The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is is ugly. It's not. It's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're
5: actually God's chosen people. So, yeah, the chosen ones. I know this one, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior.
3: They were always respectful to women.
5: When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond
6: market—it's all going belly up. <laughs>
3: And smart, well informed callers.
6: Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's... What the
4: fuck's done am a mile? Hey, you better watch your mile now talking about an like that. I'll slap
3: some That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9 on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and com.
0: Razradiolive.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Raz The simple power of truth Join the conversation Razradiolive.com It's the first 52 VIC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you up The simple power of truth Join the conversation Razradiolive.com it's the first 52. That's your opinion, bring your facts today. He packs the pain, foretold Jones' name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation, Razradiolive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulators. It's the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life simple power of truth, one word, rock the nation, Radio live.com it's the First 52.
7: Well, 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 that must mean it's Saturday night, it is uh, October, what is this, it's August 30th, 2014, a little after 9 o'clock on a Saturday, you're listening to the First 52 on RazzRadioLive.com, here we are guys, I'm sorry we weren't here last week, you know, it uh sometimes you got to take care of business and do some things, and that's what I had to do last week. So I hope you guys can all understand, but we are here, we're going to do it again, and uh, have some fun, uh, talk some topics. we got got uh, Scott Rickard joining us again in the third hour, which, you know, I, I love having him on, so I'm really excited uh, to get with him this week. We're going to be going over uh, things like maybe ISIS, or ISIL, or Izzel, or Izzam, or whatever the we're calling them now you know all these these agencies have all these different names and uh, you know they they come out of nowhere but they've come from somewhere and they were somebody else it was financed by somebody else but usually financed by us but we'll get uh, really in in depth into that in the uh, in the second hour when scott joins us i also have uh, some clips from the medical marijuana debate in uh, south florida here or actually i guess it was central florida uh, that was done this week with, uh, our favorite Grady Judd and, uh, and, uh, John Morgan from Morgan to Morgan. Basically, what I have is their two speeches. Uh, they're about five minutes apiece. Uh, we're gonna listen through. I'm sure John Morgan's, we're just gonna listen straight through. And then when we get to Grady's, we'll, uh, stop and start and, and throw some lovely commentary in there, which I'm sure Dave will have a lot of commentary to throw in on, on Grady Judd's end. Uh, so uh, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting show. Uh, we'll, we'll cover a bunch of other things, of course, and uh, maybe we'll have some shop tacos in the third hour. Uh, check out what Steve's got going on. You know, he he does new videos every week. But of course, sitting to my right here is my lovely wife, Lexi. How you doing, babe?
8: I'm doing great. Good evening. And also, can we just clarify? When we said Scott Rickard, initially you said third hour, but it is the second hour, just to clarify. Oh, did I say third hour? Yeah.
7: Oh, well, you know, That's I, miss, okay. I misspeak sometimes. You made sometimes.
8: it up the second time around, but, you know, just want to be clear on that. Nah,
7: it's I all tend to misspeak sometimes. It's liar. okay. No, I never misspeak. I'm always saying the words properly. I never have a problem with my my uh, vocabulary or my, uh, what would be the word I'm looking for?
8: I don't know. Just moving along.
7: Just moving along. All right, fine. We'll just move along. <laughs> <clears throat> did you miss everybody last week honey
8: i missed everybody i miss everybody all the time
7: well that's good that's very hey, nice these of you people
8: are awesome well, especially my Dave.
7: and speaking of that one the four two to one way up in tampa with a room full of people how you doing brother
9: what's up man
7: what's going on uh, not much did you did you have a nice weekend off last week uh yeah i mean i know it was a surprise to you <laughs> you know
9: Right. Oh, a day off of what? I'm tired, <laughs>
7: I can't. Did I have a hard day? Oh yeah, I was at the pool too long. Good <laughs> <laughs> dick. Uh, no, I, my dad lost a, a close friend, a uh, man he worked with for many years, and he just needed some, uh, some father-son time last week, so that's what I was doing, I was giving him some of that time. And he spent uh, the day
8: <laughs> at a kid's birthday party, if it's, if that counts. It does count, <laughs> I don't care what you say.
7: <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say, it does count. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then of course you know I'm spending time with my father, and I decide that um, I wanted to see if my phone could swim. <laughs> uh, guess what? Phones, work don't out th- for th- phones don't swim very well. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, <laughs> so that was that was uh, that was pleasant. I actually went in after it because the guys at the marina are like, Gross. you know, we dive for stuff there all the time. It's only like five or six feet. I'm like, all right, let me check this out. So I put on a snorkel mask, and I, I mean, we're in a marina, so there's of course oil and. Yuck! All in the water, right there. So I get in the water, and I'm right above oh. about where I dropped the phone. And I, they told me it was like five feet. I'm like, all right. Well, I should be able to reach the bottom here. I can't reach the bottom, so I push off the dock to get you know go down. On I went like freaking eight feet down with my feet. My feet hit like four feet of muck at the bottom. That's when I was like, you know what, <laughs> the phone's done. Forget it. I'm right. not even going after it at oh. this point in time. <clears throat> so it was my fun last Saturday. So I was just no no mood. And no condition and, and no want to do a show last week. Eh, sorry, guys. But next week, uh, Dave will be in studio with us, so that'll be fun. Uh, he's coming down to, to visit with us and hang out for a little bit. So anyway, let's get to some topics here. Uh, where, do you want to start with the Morgan and Morgan to make sure we get that in? Um, or the, the uh, Morgan and Judd to make sure we get that in? you want to cover some other sure. things first? Yeah, let's do no, that no, first. no, we could do that. Let's, well, let's do that first, because that's going to take us, you know, we've got ten minutes of audio to go through. And uh I'd rather make sure we get that covered. I just got to find the audio here. Where did I put it? Put it under something on here. Did you? Uh, I know you were listening to it, but then you said you couldn't deal with lis- listening to it anymore. Uh, did you listen to the whole thing, Dave? Yeah, yeah, guys, you- There was a
9: couple times where I, where I was going to turn it off because I'm I, I'm really? here yelling. I thought it was I'm, really I, entertaining. <laughs> uh, you, you should see me. It was fucking hysterical. I was yelling at the computer. I'm <laughs> typing furiously. Um, th- that fucking cunt. Overall, all the way in the yeah. right side, and the I don't blonde. use that word yeah. that often. Yeah, she was a. Sean bitch, called dude. her the same thing. Yeah, I did call her the same thing. <laughs> right? She's like, well, we don't like the. Ver- Why don't you include this? Because in a constitutional amendment, when you when you're doing something with the Constitution, uh, the Florida State Constitution, you only have 75 words in the petition. All right, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think Dave liked her at all. And and, no. and you know, it was actually John Morgan that said it. That uh, the reason why we pushed this constitutional amendment because Congress and the politicians that are, that are here weren't fucking uh, even take uh, seeing it in committee. Ah. So the poli- they, they had in order for for the for medical marijuana to go through, they had to do the constitutional amendment.
7: Well, you know it's funny because I, I was sitting there and I, I'm watching this bitch and and I went, you know what, this lady really needs to just smoke a joint. She just needs to chill out. I mean, she man. was to get a rehab the count- by some- the
8: counselor, wasn't she? Yeah, well, she
7: was a rehab counselor, yeah. She's
8: not gonna be on the side of that. She's calling it, sitting there calling it a gateway drug. Every single addict I've had come through started with weed. It's like, oh.
7: And my response,
8: <laughs> my response
7: to that was, no, they didn't. They either started with Ugh. cigarettes or alcohol, cause that's where you start. You don't start with weed. Well, I didn't, I didn't smoke weed until I was 18. Some
8: don't, but that doesn't make it a target. I mean, in all reality i mean that's a i
7: didn't even start smoking weed until 18. a lot of burping going on amongst us yeah that's what we're drinking um yeah but see like somebody like me i started with uh cigarette no actually i started with alcohol and then i went to cigarettes and i didn't touch weed until very much long until much much longer
9: yeah but hold on a second i started with weed and that and i stopped at weed I should say that I've no, been you shouldn't. in the last year.
8: <laughs> Dave, you're not a good example.
9: <laughs> no, no. I, for for most of my life I've been, uh, you know, other than you know, I, I didn't really drink a lot until I was in my 30s. Um uh, and I have I don't have an, uh, a a marijuana abuse problem, you know? Yeah, a, a I never ate weed. Yeah. lasts me 3 months.
8: I never did any drugs outside of weed. I had yeah. no uh, I, uh, I had no want <clears throat> to do anything else and I never right. have.
9: Just okay. because some other people can't handle the, the other stuff in life, don't take away my shit.
8: Right? Exactly.
7: Well, you know that's the way it goes sometimes. All right, let's hear. Uh, let's hear John's opening. Basically, what I did is I pulled their two opening comments uh, to get an idea and, and for us to have something to, to to you know be able to discuss amongst these two. So let's start with John's uh, opening
6: well, comments. Uh, thank you. It's good to be here. I have an irresistible urge every time I'm in front of a microphone and people to say, if you've been injured in an automobile accident, <laughs> hurt on the job, or been hassled by the Osceola County Sheriff's Office called John Morgan fighting for the... Just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> um, And I apologize for being late. I came by bus and there was a roadblock that did a little search and seizure in my bus. But all we had was Jack Daniels and vodka to thank coming over here. It's always very intimidating when you debate a man who's wearing a gun. It's also very intimidating when he's got his SWAT team in the back with guns. So I'm going to be, I'm not going to say anything bad about Grady Judd today. I can promise you that. He's, a, he's not only a, a good man and a good sheriff, he's a great man and a great sheriff. He. Um, Do you agree with
7: that, Dave? Not at <laughs> all. I didn't think you did. Not at all.
6: Well, Heart thank you. It's good to be here. I have an irresistible urge every time I'm in front of a microphone and people to say, <laughs> if you've been injured in an automobile accident, <laughs> on the job. Oops, sorry, guys. We've been hassled really by the Osceola County Sheriff's office. called John Morgan fighting for the for just, a
7: joke. just I hit the a joke. stop button, not the pause button. My bad.
3: Uh, oh, I still hear it.
6: And I apologize for being late. I came by bus and there was a you roadblock that did a little search and seizure You're in my bus. But weird. Weird. What are we All hearing? All we had was Jack Daniels and vodka. Can thing. you not hear it,
7: Dave?
6: Yeah, I can hear it. It's oh, always very you can. intimidating when you debate a man... Who's wearing a gun?
7: Yeah, I hit the pause button, the stop button instead of the pause oh, button. I got my stuff got to- I got my stuff right.
6: together now. You didn't or- do it
7: again, did you? No, I hit pause that time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's also very intimidating when he's got his SWAT team in the back with guns. So I'm going to be, I'm oh, not it- going to say anything bad about Grady Judd today. I- was yes. that a
8: joke or was he being serious? Did he really Probably come 50-50. with a group?
7: I'm sure he came with a group of officers.
8: That are armed, like standing in the back watching.
7: Of course so I'm sure yeah. he did.
8: For, like, crowd control?
7: <laughs> well, they said, and I didn't, obviously, I didn't play the beginning of the debate, but they did say, uh, the lady in the beginning was like, you know, we have uh, employees here that if you, uh, we have employees of uh, Ledger Media Group that if you... Uh, if you don't follow the rules, if you, uh, if you speak out, if you clap too much, this and that, uh, they will ask armed officers to remove you. So, yeah, they had a full SWAT team there, I'm sure. Well, not SWAT team, but a bunch of officers there, I'm Seems sure. Seems a
8: little unnecessary.
7: Yeah. All right. Let's first, be, of, go ahead.
9: first of all, I'd like to make sure that you stop using the word debate. It was not a debate. It was a
7: forum, it I wasn't know. I know. Right. I, I keep saying debate.
9: Right. Well, and even
7: Bay <clears throat> News.
9: I
8: thought they were too nice.
9: Bay News. To nine. each
8: other. Well, they're all
9: because they're all in the same game. Ugh, it was gross. You know? it is yeah, well, it
8: kind of it made it really dog and pony show for me because they were kind of stroking one another there for a little except bit. Except for
7: the first guy, the the guy that that had the tin of medical. Did you in the video? He had this big tin. He was one of the federal guys, one of the five, four yeah. or five federal guys, and he's standing next to Grady Judd giving his little speech, and he opens up his tin. And he's it's like, like well, here's my three joints. I thought it was yeah. 300 in there. He gets 300 yeah. a month. Whatever. I think it's yeah. like
8: 250 or something. He gets
7: 300 a month because he was saying he smokes 10 cigarettes a day, 10 oh joints a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. 300 <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> or a, uh, joints a month. All right. Back to this.
6: I can promise you that. I can promise you that. He's, a, he's not only a, a good man and a good sheriff, he's a great man and a great sheriff. He... Um, yeah. Good people and reasonable people can disagree and not be mad at each other. They can just disagree, and that's all this is about. So, let me just tell you a couple of things. I'll do the short version. Why are we doing a constitutional amendment? It's real simple. We send these guys to Tallahassee to to take care of their neighbors, to do the law. They wouldn't even have a hearing. They wouldn't even let somebody come and testify. They wouldn't much less have a vote. They forced us to do this because they wouldn't do their job. They're wor- more worried about their next election than their next-door neighbor, and that's why we're having to do a constitutional <laughs> amendment. As a result, as a result of the constitutional amendment, we forced their hand. The reason Charlotte's Web is the law in Florida is because we started this. Charlotte's Web is the law and children with epilepsy that are being unlocked from their prisons for life and their families get to know them for the first time came from Amendment 2, came from our movement. And thank God for Senator Don Gates, our president of the Senate, who confessed that once upon a time when his dying friend in a hospice had no other way to go, he went out and bought marijuana and gave it to me legally. You know why he did? Because Don Gates is a compassionate man and he loved his friend who died in that hospice. And I want to thank Representative Matt Gates for sponsoring Charlotte's Web, a law we have today. So, number two, why medical marijuana? It's real simple. It works. I don't know why it works. I went to the University of Florida. I was a political science. I took one biology class and I knew I had no business going any further. I don't know why water works. I don't know why aloe works. I don't know why medical marijuana works. I just know it works, and it's not just anecdotal. We've got Irv here who's telling his story, but you can go to Israel, where for the last 50 years they have been studying. We can't study it here because it's a Schedule One drug. We can't study it here, but in Israel for 50 years. Miracles are happening every single day. Those stories are not anecdotal. Those are real. This fellow here in the middle, I didn't catch his name, but he was talking about men getting breasts from smoking marijuana. <laughs> I started worrying about it for a minute.
10: <laughs>
6: <laughs> he started talking about... He's an expert. He goes around the country and says vote no. You know why? Because they sell Oxycontin. And they want to sell oxycontin, which is going to kill you, hook you, and destroy families. I don't know. If, I don't know who's paying her. I don't know who she is. I don't know who's paying him. I don't know who he is. But I can tell you this: nobody's paying me. I can't be bought.
4: I can't be
1: bought. <laughs> so thank you.
7: Isn't that the truth? I can't be bought. And, and, you know, he's put all, what, he's like four million dollars into it now, Dave. I think that's about the yeah, number. I think
9: four million of his own money, yeah.
7: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, he can't be bought. He's buying it all. He's doing it. So, I, you know, I, I don't like everything about him. He's definitely, you know, got some points of view that I don't agree with. He's really tight with, uh, Obama, which bothers me a little bit, but I, I'm going to support him on this. That's for damn sure. I know too many people that need this, this medication, that need this product to, to, you know, help them to make them feel better. You should see
9: how many people in my support group will not touch medical marijuana because it's illegal. Cause I'm, I, you know, since the first day I stepped in there, I've been the pot guy. And I tell people all the time, you should do it, you know, there are other ways of getting it, there's these tabs, there's edibles, there's this other shit, you don't have to smoke it, you can vaporize it, you can do all these things, and, and they're all afraid because it's fucking illegal.
7: Of course, you know that's that's how they keep uh, even with uh, you know my situation. The you know the person I try to help, he, he, mm-hmm. he even it, it, you know he's got stuff, but mm-hmm. he's afraid to to even talk about that he uses it, uh, and it's and I don't mean in public. I mean even with me or with my mom. You know he, he right. just won't talk about it, and uh, it, it we think it's that we think it's that reasoning that because he it's known to be illegal and and he just feels uncomfortable using and talking about it. So I don't know. I mean, hopefully we get this. I don't see why how we won't get this vote through unless the election boxes are rigged, which we know they, they have a habit of doing. That's the only way I could possibly see this not getting voted through. Those bells that you put on the cats are going to be a pain in the ass during the shows.
10: Oh, They're cute. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yeah, she just went out and got new collars for the cats, so they haven't collars adorable. forever.
8: Sonny has like a little bow tie cat collar, he's awesome. <laughs>
7: Pepper's got a jeweled up collar, so uh, yeah. All right, let's check out, uh, this one here is going to be a lot of stopping and starting, I'm going to warn you all right now. Uh, Dave, try to bear with me, because I think I know the points I want to stop it at, so don't be screaming in the microphone, stop, 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 All right. <laughs> All right, I'll try not to. All right, try not to.
11: Thank you very much for allowing me to be here. Now you see why he runs such a a successful law firm, don't you? (laughs) You know, I had someone tell me today, he said, you know, I I know you don't like that, John Morgan. I said, no, just the opposite's true. I had a nephew that worked for him when he had a debilitating uh, injury during a diving accident. First one at the hospital was John Morgan. The last one to leave was John Morgan. John Morgan is very special to me and my family, and he's a good man, he's a great man. We disagree on this issue, but I can tell you this, that as we go forward, and the pro-marijuana people call it medicine for the very ill, for only acute diseases such as cancer and ALS. They pull our heartstrings of the compassionate voters in Florida, And they said, you know, don't you want to help the very sick? And my response to that is, absolutely, yes. So my question is, then why was the Constitutional Amendment 2 written like it was, full of loopholes? You know, when's the last time that you went to a doctor and your doctor said, here, take this medicine and go home and smoke it till you feel better? That's legitimate medicine. When's the last time? You know what's funny about
7: that comment is because most doctors will give you a prescription or a sample and say, here, go try this and see if it helps you out at all. See if this one works for you.
9: The pain medication that they give me for my disease is an opiate-based thing, and it says take as needed, which yeah. is exactly the, is, it's exactly what he just said.
7: Because, But you're just not smoking it. You're taking it as needed ingesting it orally.
9: Well, it's not the point of smoking. I, I'm smoking weed uh, for pain management because there's no other way available to me right now. Right. And, you know? and
8: opiates and, are only, like, highly addictive.
7: <laughs> only highly. Only right. slightly. <laughs>
9: aside, aside from all that other shit, it backs me up. It, I don't like it. Like, I don't take it. Uh, I, give, I give away more shit than I take myself. Um, and I'm happy with, with, with the, you know, the cannabis at night. Uh, I would love to have, I would love to take a shot at Charlotte's Web. But
7: I, yeah, I probably won't be able to get it. Yeah, because you're not a, an infant or a young child,
9: right? But <laughs> I, w- I want a low THC, high CBD version so that I can maybe take a you know a, um, a drop in the morning and not have to worry about pain until the afternoon and then and, I do another. And not drop. be high and be able to now, function. You know, I don't like being high during the day, and I don't like being high all day. No, so I don't I'd know wait. why you don't like that. I mean, come on, I'm a low functioning <laughs> pot
7: smoker. I don't like it. <laughs> all know? right, back to this
11: legitimate medicine when's the last time your doctor said don't go to the pharmacy to fill this prescription go to the marijuana dispensary
7: well never because it's not legal yet here in the state of Florida that's why your doctor hasn't said that yet you dumbass
11: exactly exactly that's what I was yelling at the fucking computer I was like, because we can't do it because he won't let us ladies and gentlemen the nation spent billions of dollars educating the country about the health dangers of smoking cigarettes and they're still legal and now we're supposed to think that smoking marijuana is which is safer healthy
8: no that's not the only point there that's not the only delivery method you know and well. he he really wanted to harp on that issue and if people have like a lung issue or a problem with smoking it there's tons of other there's other methods well, exactly.
7: Is he-
9: Grady Judd is easily, is, is is an idiot and he's obviously being funded by the, uh, the big pharma because his, his arguments are so fucking easy to pop holes through. Now, here, here's the thing with, with cannabis. All right. Why is it that your eyes turn red?
7: Um, because it increases the blood flow. I don't know. Is that right? Because it dilates your, uh, arteries and veins.
9: That's why you see it because it makes it bigger. It does the same thing in your lungs. Whereas, uh, cigarettes, does the opposite it constricts right. the avioli where in uh ma- marijuana big
7: word dave avioli well it's the things inside your lungs. i know what they are i was an emt remember dave <laughs> <laughs> i was just surprised I, I you remember
9: know. i remember because <laughs> it it's
7: one letter off from ravioli <laughs> jesus
8: <laughs> and i learned something new this evening
7: uh, what that it was one right, letter off of ravioli us. or you didn't know what the avioli you didn't know what the avioli or those are little air sacs at the end of your main airways
8: okay great thanks
9: and 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 cannabis opens them up whereas uh... uh, cigarettes actually close them up so he's got no argument there and it just it just proves that he's a fucking moron
11: ladies and gentlemen here's here's what i want to tell you the constitutional amendment as it's written is full of loopholes you heard uh, the good doctors speak a minute. And, and that's what I'm co- concerned about. Loopholes such as a qualifying patient is a person. You're a person, I'm a person, a teenager's a person. Okay. When you look to see debilitating medical condition in the constitutional amendment, you can go, well, yeah, I want, you know, that sounds good to help those very sick. And then there's these special words that says Oth- or other conditions Okay. that are not debilitating conditions at all, but it's They're leg not. cramps, huh? can't sleep at night, huh? back aches, okay. stress, mm, right. anxiety. Okay, do those? What's uh, wrong with treating those
9: problems?
8: wait it go, let
7: it go, because this is where I get really wait, fucking pissed. But, but hold on, I want to make a comment here. All those things he just listed, leg cramps uh, and all the other back pain and this and that, Don't we prescribe painkillers and muscle relaxers and different drugs to people that are pharmaceuticals to to treat those exact things? Exactly. And
9: not only that, what he says right now, right after this, trivializes people that are in positions that I'm in or or worse than I am. Like ALS is worse than what I got.
7: I backed it up a little bit.
9: There there are people that are in way worse condition than I am. And that, you know, like that lady, Kathy, uh, whatever her name is,
7: the one that was in the crowd.
9: Yeah. yeah, uh, and she lives down in Sarasota. Um, she, you know, she needs that shit every day. You know, well, and he's fucking trivializing because I don't need to do that because my back hurts. Right. Fuck and, you,
8: Drady. and that was Drady probably Drady the most <laughs> offensive thing that he said. And, and the whole oh. thing was when he addressed, you know, the other things as if they were no big deal and that they don't deserve to be treated whatsoever. What's wrong with treating that? Why should people have to live in pain or, Sleeplessness at night and things like that aren't those? They're not debilitating, but they can definitely put a damper on your life. And, and if you can treat it naturally,
7: right? You know, if you're sublingually
8: treating it with, or if you're treating it with edibles or whatever, what's the problem with that?
7: If you're treating it with pharmaceuticals, then you should be able to treat it with anything that can help with the problem, not just pharmaceuticals. And that's my right. point on that. So, hold on, here we go.
11: Can't sleep at night, back aches, stress anxiety, do those sound like debilitating
6: diseases? (laughs) I love the crowd too.
11: Yeah, my, my my back aches a debilitating disease, I can assure you. And I think you just answered your own question there. Personal caregiver, 21 years of age, and that's all that's in the Constitutional Amendment. And then there's the one that really catches my interest. It's no civil liability for the physician that recommends marijuana. Okay, now let's discuss Is this. Is civil
9: liability for, for the doctor that recommends... Uh, Vaccination. Uh, Vaccination. Well, there, there's, there's no proof of that yet. There's no proof of that. But hold on. There's no commonly accepted proof, but there there is definitely commonly accepted uh, addiction to opiate-based things, right? But the, you can't sue the doctor, can you? Right, and you uh, well. I, you, you that's what I was saying sue about
8: the vaccines. Doctor for vaccines, that's what there's I'm a, there's yeah. a special vaccine court. You yeah. cannot directly sue the doctor. Right.
7: So I it's that. the same thing that he's saying the doctors are protected from on marijuana that they do with vaccinations. And so with do other, we other things.
8: design a marijuana? <laughs>
10: <laughs> right. Here's the fucked up thing is they
9: They're want ridiculous.
10: so many fucking,
7: they want so many things for
9: for medical marijuana. You gotta have a fucking special card. I don't have a special card for my uh opiate based shit. No. got none of that stuff. But now, you know, and and oddly enough, when I when I fill out a, a, a gun permit thing, it doesn't ask me if I'm if I'm legally prescribed opiates, and it won't ask me if I'm legally prescribed uh marijuana either. But yet,
7: I bet you it I, will. You know, I bet you it will ask that one. I wouldn't be surprised.
9: I noticed that he has a problem
8: with that too. That you you go to a, a specific clinic a to pick up your own weed or whatever right. once you have your card. Right. So would he be okay with it then if he could go to like Walgreens drive-through and pick it up? I mean, what the hell? Well,
7: what's the difference? What there? difference yeah. does
8: it right. make?
7: Well, because that's a big corporation getting money, not small little little oh God, side people whatever. getting it. All right, here we go.
11: There's no personal responsibility or civil liability for the personal caregiver of the product. And the actions and conduct by the medical treatment center or its employees are exempt from medical liability. Ladies and gentlemen, every profession I know has civil liability if they fail to do what they're supposed to.
7: And he's wrong there because cops are protected underneath, what what is that called, Dave? Qualified immunity. Qualified immunity. So even his profession is protected from getting sued personally. And he's sitting there saying that he doesn't know of any profession that's, that can be sued personally. That, that can't be sued right. personally.
9: Right. He's talking out of his ass. He's got these talking points from, from the people. And, and what, what, real, what the threat, the real threat to Grady Judd and medical marijuana is that they'll lose 50% of the people that they throw
7: in jail. Yep that and they'd lose a big budget for the uh, loss of the, dr- the war on drugs. Wasn't
8: that addressed yeah. at one point or another? Yeah,
7: in the deba- in the uh, forum it was asked um, whether arrest would go down and he actually responded saying no, he believes arrest will go up uh, because one of his... He'd the be ex-
8: arresting the wives that were picking yeah. up the weed for their husbands. Right. Who, would be,
7: who would normally oh be the caregiver. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd
8: go to jail for that shit. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. I'd be like, alright, fine. Here we go.
7: Alright, back to it
11: except under Constitutional Amendment 2. If you operate within the con- the confines of that, you're civilly and criminally immune. And they call it medicine. The average mar- marijuana card holder in California is a 32-year-old male. Sounds like a real sick population to me.
7: How many 32-year-old males are on some form of pharmaceutical to treat some form of de- debilitating disease, whether it be... Uh, or other... Right? Again,
9: he's he's pulling shit out of his ass, and California is you know ultra loose with with their thing. So you know there are other states that aren't that loose. That's you know? true. That's true. Grady Judd can go fuck himself.
11: Ninety four percent of the medical marijuana card holders in Colorado had other conditions, not cancer, HIV, AIDS, ALS. You know the thing that concerns me, and and understand, I am sensitive. I am sensitive about the people that are very sick and need medicine. But when you look at the 50 states, the red is mostly at the very top. These are the highest use states of marijuana by kids 12 to 17 years of age, and the ones in red just happen to be states that have legalized medical marijuana. So as as I look at this, that's, and that's, I see that Colorado reports a two hundred percent increase to children under five.
7: At half. What was that, Dave? That you were to say? I'm sorry, I am sorry. He's he's
9: that's it's absolutely false. It it just came out that uh, actually marijuana in teenagers has been dropping steadily, but in um Colorado specifically, it has dropped significantly since the passage of of their um, bill that.
7: Totally legalizes it. Well that's because so that's because see, you have age restrictions at the collectives or at the at the pot shops or whatever they're called and they're not gonna have kids coming in there and buying it for starters right. as one reason.
8: Right. You once you get it off the streets and it's regulated it's harder you're, for them to you're get. keeping it so, out of teenagers' hands. I was buying pot from a weed dealer who was also a cop in Jacksonville when I was sixteen. And do you know what? I didn't even pay him for it. He's like, What color underwear are you wearing? and I'm like I don't know polka dots. He's like, "There you go." I'm like, "Hey, thanks." I mean, sick fuckers. Those would be totally off the street if it was legally done in a clinic, regulated, whatever. That's all I have to say about you that.
9: You <laughs> that he's pulling. He's, he's pulling. <laughs> he's pulling statistics <laughs> out of that's about all I have
12: to say about that.
11: <laughs> Sorry, Are edibles half of its edibles and then I hear the police are going to stop making marijuana arrests that's fiction my prediction is they'll make more marijuana arrests but as I close out tonight I want you to know I work for you I'm going to do what you say if you voted up in November I'm going to salute and march on if you voted no in, in November then I'm not going to beat my chest and say I told you so See, I am your servant, oh, two seconds. but it's my job as your sheriff to say beware of the consequences.
7: All right, all done. Go ahead.
9: See man. what he what he had, the right thing to say there is if if it passes, I will salute and move on. If it doesn't pass, I will salute and move on. He's being a fucking sore winner or sore loser, whichever way it's going to be. You, I I, 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 can't wait for fucking Grady Judd to leave.
7: I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, my friend.
9: He is, he's a horrible man. Everybody's been saying this for years. Oh, he's so good. He does. It just came out, you know, within the last couple months that he's been, you know, trapping people. Right. I even said the only thing I like about him is what he does with the, uh, with the child, uh, stuff. And turns out he's fucking with those people too. Now he's, yeah, he's doing even, like
8: I, really dirty stuff with that. I mean, he's, yeah. he's luring men in thinking that they're meeting adult women and mm-hmm. then posing it as if they're meeting children and arresting them based on that, which is right. totally bullshit. Yeah, they're out, they're out and, fishing
7: for people. They're going to adult yeah. websites and posing right. as children.
9: No, they're, they're going as, a, to adult no. websites posing as adults. Yeah, And, and, and then when they get it. in a conversation and they say, well, I'm really 13. And the guy's like, no, I don't want to deal with it. It's like, come on, hang out anyway. And they kind of badger the guy. And I don't know if they come to his house, but they're, they see, the thing is, it was so successful in the beginning that they gotta keep those numbers going, and people are wise to that shit, so the, 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 the real criminals are figuring out other ways, and now they act, for, they have to keep their numbers up so they find victims and make innocent people victims. Well, the one that thing I- That motherfucker, that motherfucker should rot in hell.
7: One of the things I read was that out of like 178 arrests, only like 9 people or 10 people, it was a real, it might be a little more than that, but out of 178, most were released. Uh, and had nothing that they could hold against them. Yeah, it's, but it's like when that girl killed jail.
9: her. There's no accountability. You're still getting arrested, going to jail, and have to deal with that bullshit.
7: I don't yeah,
8: know. Yeah, that's if you've your ever been reputation arrested. ruined. Right, exactly. Right. it
7: really is. It's, and exactly. we talked about that before. You know, it's
8: yeah. It's like, oh my god, that coworker of ours watches right. kitty porn and tried to hook up with a 12 year old. You know, when he thinks he's just meeting some chick from like Match.com. Right. <laughs> that Fuck sucks.
9: Grady Judd. It, Fuck they, Grady Judd fuck him in his ass.
7: Are, are you good now? Do you feel better? No. I'm not wow. even close. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, yes on two if you're here in the state of Florida in November. Uh, and... You know, a lot of people are saying you gotta vote for, uh, Charlie Chris if you're gonna vote for, for the medical marijuana. Well, you know, remember there's three parties in this state. Well, there's not hold three. on.
9: I know where you're going, but it doesn't matter. It's a constitutional amendment. It doesn't matter who the fuck is governor.
7: Right. Well, Look no, I'm just saying that, both of that's them what they're pushing too. through and I think they're trying to use, uh, you know, the right or the left trying to use, um, uh, Christ as, as a, as a, or trying to use the marijuana to get Chris back in when we have Wiley still in, in in the in the playing field here, and that's right. really you know I'm probably going to end up voting for him because I just I think he would be better to uh, to have in.
8: You're discussing who you're voting for with Dave.
7: Well, he's going to go vote for the medical, at least. No, he's not. I will not. Are oh, you not even going to vote for it? I told you, I'm no, not Sean, doing it God, because Dave. I'm not
9: getting the fucking card so that they <laughs> can take my Dave. guns away. We've it's been okay. through
7: this. Like,
8: it's not going to be a card carrier. Are you kidding All
7: me? right, so let's move off of this for a while because I'm sure we'll end up back on weed uh, in the third hour. <laughs>
8: he would like to keep <laughs> <And> his <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about much. it while we're
7: there, too. We'll see. <laughs>
8: we really do need to look into this whole thing that Dave is claiming, that if you get a card to smoke weed, you don't get to keep your guns anymore. Is that right, Dave?
9: Well, because here's the thing. It's a federal thing when it comes to guns, and it's a local thing when it comes to marijuana. So the feds could still come after you, and that's the way that they're going to come get me and
7: black bag me. (laughs) That's how Dave's going to get black bagged.
8: Well, that's just (laughs) like that documentary we watched where the feds were raiding in California when they first
7: Uh, legalized
8: uh, their whole gimmick.
7: They did that all the way up until not even a year ago. They were yeah. doing that. So
8: that's ceased now.
7: Yeah, they've pretty much backed off. They've realized yeah. they've they've made it so the banks can now start uh, taking deposits of this of the money from collectives and oh. from from the pot shops and stuff. Uh, with Colorado and Washington going legal, <laughs> fully legal, like they did. <laughs>
8: These poor bastards are going to have to start stashing their money under mattresses.
7: <laughs> well, that's what it was getting to. The Colorado, <laughs> Colorado and Washington were having a massive problem with money because they had no place to put it because the banks wouldn't accept it because they were selling something that was against federal law. So wow. that it was a real big yeah, issue. Yeah. Um, I think the medical ones, you know, like California and all that, because it's medical-based, it wasn't an issue. But because it's just straight-up legal, like it's alcohol in Colorado and Washington, it was giving issues. So uh, I think they finally resolved that problem.
8: So how do we resolve it on, like, a federal level Totally. Do we have to have, like, so many states?
7: <laughs> um, how about we eliminate the federal government and we'll be fine?
8: Well, that's a oh nice my God. idea.
9: You've turned anarchist. <laughs> I knew it
8: was going to
7: happen. No, I've always said... it. That li- sounds
8: so freaking impossible, though. I've Come. always said
7: we should eliminate the federal government and allow the states to, to run the country and, and reorganize what, what we call the federal government into something that is that makes more sense and that's more controllable at a state you level. You mean-
9: you mean to institute the same exact thing the Founding Fathers did 250-some-odd years ago, whatever the fuck it was? Pretty much, yeah.
7: Pretty yeah. much. Oh, so you mean that
9: gov- form of that, government? Yeah,
7: that form of government. One that you know listens to the people and does what it's <laughs> right. supposed to do and what the, it's told to do. That's
9: afraid of the people, Yes. not the one where the, gov- the people are afraid of the government? It's
7: not one where the feds yeah. create a database to track hate speech on Twitter. No, not a, not a federal government like that. Have you seen this one, Dave? No. So they've put a million dollars into this uh, this little thing here. The federal government is spending nearly a million dollars to create an online database that will track misinformation and hate speech on Twitter. The National Science Foundation is financing the creation of a web serv- service that will monitor su- specific, uh, suspicious, suspicious memes. memes and what it considers false and misleading ideas with a major focus on political activity online. The Truthy database, that they call it the Truthly database created Roofing. by researchers uh, at Indiana University it's designed to detect political smears ast- astro oh, what's that honey <laughs> I As- don't know where astro you are. Tr- oh astroturfing <laughs> misinformation <laughs> and other social pollution uh, the university has received 9 9- 919 million uh, 919,917 so far for I the know, project know
8: somebody drank to that from <laughs> who drink
7: from <laughs> the federal government. The project state stands to benefit both the research community and the public significantly, the grant states. Our data will be made available via application application programming interfaces and includes information on memes, propagation propagating propagation. Propagation networks, networks propagation statistical networks. data
8: and relevant user and content features. Yes.
7: The open source platform will develop Will we develop will be made publicly available and will be extensible to ever more research area extensible to ever more research areas as a greater preponderance of human activity activities are replicated online uh, it continues <laughs> additionally we oh will God, create you
8: a, me babe. <laughs>
7: additionally we will create a web service open to the public for monitoring trends bursts and suspicious memes so they're going after the so meme good. community now <laughs> <laughs> they're just studying. They're not going to anybody. No, they're, they're because the whole point of this is to it's detect a university
9: and that's studying. No, no, no. That you. That's what you think.
8: They're kind of lowballing this, it at one million. Service. It's, Wait, it's only saying. a million
9: dollars. The government can't do shit with yeah. a this. This service not roll of toilet paper for a million. Dollars.
7: This service could.
8: Mi- You're replacing a toilet seat with that, Sean. This service <laughs> could <laughs> mitigate
7: the diffusion of false and misleading ideas, detect hate speech and subversive propaganda, right, let me and me just assist just in the provision hold, hold of open debate. Stop right there. Where'd you get this uh article from? This is from let's see. Let's here. see hold on. It's either uh, Freebeacon.com. Yeah, freebeacon.com.
9: Oh okay. I can't ri- I can't rip on that one. Okay. I was going to say it's either World, New World Net Daily, or uh, Alex Jones or wherever. No, this is from the Fed. There is beacon. a
8: little link on the side that says Fed's still studying why lesbians are obese, but, yeah, we're not going to rip on that.
7: Why <laughs> <laughs> hear you talking about obese lesbians?
8: Because <laughs> there's a link on the side of this website, so of this th- article. Th-
7: this actually does bother me, Dave, because <laughs> right now a big thing that we do uh, in our little movement, political stance, whatever the fuck we're called anymore, is we do a lot of memes, we do a lot of, of truth speaking through that, and I think that they're trying to um, eliminate and 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 slow that down. Uh, you know, no, look, like look at the cop block memes. For, memes. For, first of all,
9: not for a million dollars. Secondly, this is just somebody that knows how to write a fucking uh, 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 what do you call that? A grant proposal, and they're the government's just giving out money for this. It, believe me. Out of that million dollars, fucking seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is going
7: in somebody's pocket. Well, probably or into the uh, into the uh, university's uh, coffers.
8: All right. right. First right. things first, my salary. Well, I, just, I <laughs> and then we'll right. start from there.
9: Yeah, well, yeah, my well, wife needs to work here, my kids, and yeah. you know my na- nieces Gotta and Gotta put nephews. my kids
8: through college. You mean like, I uh, mean
7: like the ALC, ACL uh, or ALC, whatever oh, the hell that is. That's a jump
8: change compared to whatever <laughs> this person's taken down today.
7: Now, you get my point. I have a problem with it. I think it's going to be an issue. I I think it's another form of trying to backdoor uh, shut down free speech, is what I see it as. So that's just my two cents. I don't
8: know. You're making me feel down about Twitter right now. I felt pretty good about that spot.
7: (laughs) Buzzy wants to know what color underwear you're wearing, Lexi.
8: None of your business. (laughs)
7: Right, especially if you You're don't not have 16 weed anymore. Yeah, you don't right. have any weed to sell. Well, mom, the now,
8: what's wrong with you?
7: <laughs> You're going to be a grandma soon.
8: <laughs> Maybe I'm not wearing any. That's none of your business. <laughs>
7: that's even better. <laughs> so, all right, so Dave doesn't find that very uh, very nerve-wracking or yeah, bothersome. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. Oh, okay, that's fine. You don't have to be. You don't have to. Be. Oh, you know what I want to get into? what time is it yeah we oh 10 minutes yeah we got time oh to get into god. this i gotta pee oh well, we'll be there eventually take a break well i mean we will take a break yeah. soon enough here, of course the story i was going to is going stupid
8: shop tacos shop tacos
13: i know my rights
8: <laughs>
12: so
13: good i know my god <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: It's so funny. Uh, yeah, we're going to play some more of his stuff later on tonight in the third hour. Lexi's working on, a, uh, somebody's working on trying to get him as a guest for us in the third hour one week. Have a That would fun. be
8: so fun. Yeah, we, we yes. like to
7: have fun as well as we like to talk uh, <laughs> serious information. That's why we do the third hour. <clears throat> uh, this stupid article, as soon as I went to go to it, it froze up on me. It went, bloop, I don't want you to read me today it was uh maybe it's because you heard heard i heard you reading that other article article and you have
8: no business here sir (laughs) you
7: have no right to be reading our articles oh i gotta i gotta take a uh, um a copyright class for youtube and uh, and take a little test because i posted a video that was copywritten and was taken down
8: Ooh, are we are we touching on fukushima
7: uh, I have it up there to maybe discuss a little bit later. Did you
8: Did you see that little dealy that Rob Revere posted about the Miami facility?
7: Yeah, your dad was talking about that too, yep.
8: Yeah, it's like the hottest out of the whole nation. And they just keep raising How the safe. They do is exactly
7: that? what they always do. They just yeah, raise just, the safe limits. Uh, yeah. That's we'll what they just, do with Fukushima. We'll just put
8: the ceiling up a little higher. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah, you don't it's like over 100 that. degrees now. That's alright, though. There's nothing
7: to worry about here. Just, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Isn't Honey uh, Boo Boo or something on? Uh, there's got to be something it's, to watch. It's right? higher
8: than most uh, of the nation by like sixty percent. That's ridiculous. Yeah,
7: it's a scary thought that, that they don't care. They don't. We could be we the should, next
8: Japan people.
9: We should start posting shit on Vimeo and fuck YouTube.
7: Why are you having issues?
9: No, I just I haven't had Oh, one, but because saying, of my you know, thing. Cause, cause that one I don't think they bust your balls on fucking. Well,
7: I, I posted a um, a noble lie to. Uh, mm to uh thing over there <clears throat> to 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 try to help somebody out. And mm-hmm. uh are you squeaking? Dave, would you please put some W D forty on your chair? You're squeaking <laughs> over there. Alright, we got a caller on the line. Caller, how you doing? Going on, Raz. Who's we got here?
14: Uh, somebody from uh the Northeast Central <laughs> location. I know <Northeast laughs> what I'm about to talk central? about. I, I really don't want to Say exactly who I am or where, where I'm from. <laughs> okay, uh, what you we got?
8: We've got an unknown.
14: Okay, <laughs> um, basically what, what you guys were just talking about is uh, th- the new terminology is big data and the data that they collect. Yeah, the NSA that you know, I went to training for um, the the software that I'm using now currently to detect fraud and abuse in different you know insurance industries. Right, and when I was in the training, it was kind of funny because they had two different subtasks. There was one for for us, and then there was one for counterterrorism. And it was you could basically take an entire article, any news article from any website, you copy the entire text, and you paste it in this in in, in this area, and you analyze it, and it. It, it actually tells you, it pops out and says, oh, here's the emotion of the comments to the article, here's, here's the the sensitivity of, you know, what the people were thinking, what the writer was thinking, and it's basically what they're doing with all the data that they're collecting at the NSA
7: level. So this is kind of like the, we saw a couple of weeks ago, the story of the uh, the uh, Facebook uh, was, was, uh, affecting people's emotions. So it's kind of along those same lines.
9: No, no, no. He, he, uh, let's, let's just say I wrote an article and I was just, uh, let's just say I wrote an article about Grady Judd on your website where it's
14: unsafe. He's an asshole. Right. An right. <laughs> you're
9: gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna find out when, when, when he analyzes the text of my article, he's gonna see a lot of fuck Grady Judd, blah, blah, blah And, 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 and the, the analyst, the analyst will say, well, this guy is obviously angry. And you know, blah blah blah, and it, it tries to detect your emotional state. You
7: angry? Blah. Dave, never.
14: <laughs> yeah, and, and what it does is, it doesn't matter what language it, it's in. I mean, it it, it minds Twitter, it minds Facebook, it minds everything, and it grabs the sensitivity and how the population is thinking at that point in time. Real, I mean, it's live. It is. Seriously, it's live. I mean, they see exactly what is going on in in in, in that vicinity live. It it it's it, it's freaking scary. I mean, it, it really
7: is. That is, good. That does have to be scary. It's it's uh, it's interesting to hear people call in uh, who who work in these kind of industries and are exposed to this. We know somebody who's in a, a different industry, uh, but when Snowden came out. He was uh, taken to a meeting very shortly after Snowden. Him and, and the rest of the people in his company.
8: It was way freaked
15: out. <laughs>
7: yeah, and and they were told, basically, you know what Snowden did was was uh, <laughs> illegal, and that he was a traitor, and that if there any of them are caught, they're going to be held to the highest standards. And I mean, it really scared him. And he doesn't even want to. He's he's trying to get out of the industry now, and he works, you know, making decent money. Uh, with drones, you know, and, and he wants out now. He wants to just get the hell out of there because of, of that, that meeting. Now, did you experience anything like that after the Snowden revelations?
14: Well, I, I have to tell you, I worked for a company, um, I, and I integrated multi systems. It was like five different brands. Think of it like Ford. They have different brands. Ford, Mercury, Lincoln, you know, all those, oh, all, all those types of things. Right. I worked, I worked for this company, and uh, they were owned by an Italian company. Okay, and basically, what they told the marketing division couldn't happen. They couldn't in, they couldn't integrate all their systems together, and then show all their marketing so that they weren't marketing against each other. They, they they basically told them they couldn't do that. So they hired me to come in and I integrated all these systems and I showed them that hey you're marketing against yourself in these markets against John Deere, against all these other companies. And when I linked it up with another <laughs> another data system right which was their warranty system, which every single product that they had had a warranty too. They all of a sudden showed up to not have warranties on these non-existent equipment. So there was equipment that, was, that they showed in their sales division that did not have warranties. And I said, okay, um, that's that's a problem. Like seriously, like uh, there's half a million dollars. Of equipment out here on just one unit that does not have a warranty and it was sold by a provider who did not even sell the equipment so they were laundering the money the money i mean and and these were units that you didn't have to uh register in uh the united states i'm trying to be very big because <laughs> I, I could tell I have, <laughs> I had to get the hell out of there because it was, as uh, soon as they found out that I put all those systems together and they could, they could see all the data together, it was very obvious to them and they fired me and they fired the guys that I was working for and everyone else. And it was like, okay, I'm out and I told my parents, I was over there, look, if something happens to me, they tried to fly me out to, to, uh, Italy and I was like, nah, uh, no, nah, uh, I quit.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the easy way to do it, isn't it?
14: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was scared for my life. They flew these people from in, from uh, I think it was uh, Racine. I, I don't know, somewhere in Italy, they they flew them in. They, they were like, "Oh, show me what you did." I showed them. I, I presented everything. And when they left and they were like, oh, well, we want you to come over to Italy and show us what you did and how you did it. They, and after they fired me, they fired the CIO, the CFO, they, they fired, I mean, we're talking about the number one manufacturer of of whatever I'm talking about. Okay. Right. In the world, in the world. And, and I just, I, I quit. I was like, nope, I'm out.
7: I can't do this. I can't do,
14: I, I cannot do this.
7: Man, no. that's, that's crazy. yeah, and it's amazing, you know, people I talk all these crazy conspiracies all the time and people, you know, make fun of me here and there and I don't mind because you get stories like this where people are experiencing it and they go, Oh my god, this this shit's actually going on. I can't believe that. So uh yeah, oh, I appreciate your call, man. I do gotta take a break because I got a guest at ten o'clock.
9: Yeah. Don't don't Sorry. don't repeat that story anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, I have a ton of questions that I want to ask, but I won't ask.
7: Uh, well, you know, I'm <laughs> <Have laughs> a good guy. You too, brother. Let's see. There's one of those stories. It's nice to hear. You know, somebody somebody sees it out there and, it, and it's happening. And uh, you know, we have to keep in mind that the, the stuff is happening on a regular basis.
9: Well, here here's the thing. All right, because you know, some of us might have uncovered things in our lives that, that other people were doing, but this guy. Was afraid for his life. Yeah,
7: you know that's fucked up. That is very fucked up. All right, I, guys, I
9: don't think we should talk about it anymore. Let's
2: move on.
7: We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in uh, a couple minutes, and we'll have Scott Rickard with us. Guys, enjoy your break.
2: Look at my cranium. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? Here?
7: <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? for toad and Lexi. So I meant Fortoad. Sure.
16: for
8: oh, Dave. Dave.
7: <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on The
16: First 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad, and Lexi. You know, I that sounds like
12: shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry
2: about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah.
8: Dr. Bob
2: Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Four Toad.
5: For the horse like communists, it's knocking at our doors, turning all our children into hooligans and whores. For the whores, like communists, it's knocking at our doors, turning all our
0: children into hooligans and whores, 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 whores. There's a war in your mind, and these chicks don't care. Keep it fresh for the show, and I'll wake them there Political smash, watch me bring the noise, it's the red dawn My Wolverine sound off Return the glory, redistribute the fame American horror stories gonna rot your brain No, it's not the same, it's moving way too fast Notice how the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep, two socialistic views You political fools, they're gonna rob your shoes Well, so let's make freedom hot, Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks, so don't you back, cause that's how I roll, when I return to heist, the mass system of control, cause they poison your health, to make you accept the lies, so I point it out, before the masses die, why?
4: I'm a proof MC, I leave the booth empty, because I proof MC. you're a spoof MC, just a novelty act, get uncouth on me, and I gotta react, I'm a gutter motherfucker and I favor the ice pit, over the desert eagle and I'm lounging with heist click, there ain't no stopping, shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles, we torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles, I got a ride to blind you And I will play God to the Stunat who signs you I am obliged to provide the spine to switch on your jellyfish, don't try to hide, we'll find you And what we do, don't act like a palomine. I'm just doing my job, Christmas Day of Valentine I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign Hands off, I ran. liberty for Palestine
2: Take a bath with the Lord and the money takers to the dream of some real life takers but this is the voice of some real earth shakers, it's the backlash, back fast, just about to riot, as long as I believe, I know that I can fight it take back what's ours, no need for us to buy it, read the blueprints now we gotta redesign it, it's the voice of these tyrants, saying that it's reason I'm in the free speech, give me another reason, I need something to believe in cause they took it all way. come down the masses, we believe what they say my man, understand, it's all part of the plan, these corporations will we're the village of the dam Send out the word to each and every land That I occupy the world With the mic in my hand
11: What's up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. (laughs) So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music.
9: And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, Hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever.
16: Uh, all right,
7: first break's over. Hope you guys got a good break on, enjoyed yourself. Got any pee done that you might need to do? Maybe got a beer? Got yourself more comfortable? It's the second hour of the First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We do have our guests ready to go and in the, in the wings. Ready to rock and roll, and we'll get there very momentarily. I want to thank our caller we had earlier. That was some uh, some interesting information you gave us there right before the break. Uh, I appreciate your call. Uh, it seems like you had some more to say. I saw you giving us a call there, so, you know, we'll definitely talk some more. I just, I had a guest coming up, and, you know, I don't take calls when I got guests. Everybody sit tight. Third hour, we'll take some more calls and uh, see where we can go from there. All right, bring this down first off. Knobs heavy. All right, got it all the way down. Aww, is uh, it heavy? It, it's heavy, Aww. honey. You, did you sprain
8: your wrist. No, but
7: I think Dave. <laughs> I think Dave uh, oiled his chair during the break. Dave, did you oil a chair during the break? Dave. Well, no, that was. Yeah, wrong. I don't think it worked all no, that well. It didn't work that well. You're still squeaking on me.
8: Actually, no, I don't hear it. I
7: don't yeah, no, oh, there it is. Yeah, you're still squeaking a little bit. All right, uh-huh. let's let's get serious here. We do have a, a very. Uh, Interesting gentleman on. We've we've spoken with Scott before. Uh, his information uh, always tends to be enlightening. I met him through Jack Blood, where I first heard him. Um, and it's uh, we got a lot of things we want to talk about with him tonight. I definitely want to uh, try to figure out what this beheading is all about. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't think he does. I don't think Dave does. I don't, Lexi. I don't want to speak for you. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into that. So Scott, how are you doing tonight? What's that
8: supposed to mean? Hey,
7: great. Thanks for having me again, Sean. Yeah, we enjoy having you on, man. It's a lot of great, great information we get from you. Um, first off, how was your week? Did you do anything fun?
17: Well, I did. Actually, I, uh, I had a great day today. Actually, I drove to Orlando and, um, debated, uh, Cameron Bocari. Uh, Cameron Bocari is, uh, he's one of the lead analysts for Stratford, uh, the, the CIA outsource arm that, um, basically is what Blackwater is to the Department of Defense, uh, Stratford is to the CIA. They basically, they provide a, a consulting service for intelligence analysis and, and they are quote unquote the experts, uh, that are used, uh, to spread the State Department, uh, mouthpiece, uh, agenda. And uh, so it was interesting, uh, he, he was, um, I think he was a little uh shocked by um by some of the things I had to say to him and and uh thankfully you know Press TV is giving me an opportunity to uh go up against some some pretty nefarious characters uh uh over the past uh 2 years uh they've they've brought uh, national security advisors uh from you know parliament in London to the table that I've been able to debate and uh this guy was uh no less uh, um i guess uh, um, uh, obedient to his masters uh you know and i was and i was basically calling him out on it you know the reason that he doesn't speak out is cuz he doesn't want to bite the hand that feeds him and most of the agenda was around um, well the iranian sanctions uh, that are being put in place uh, this week uh because um, obviously iran has been extremely successful at uh thwarting uh western um, agendas going after syria which kind of leads us into what we wanted to talk about today, with right. um, with this whole uh, explosion of uh, the new boogeyman, ISIS. Well, you know, I read a great article today, um,
7: and it, it really went into the the beginning of ISIS, as we'll call them, or uh, what is it? Is it still ISIS or is it ISIL? Or because I know I saw an L recently being
17: added to their name. Um, I don't know. It reminds me of one of those shell games you used to see on the streets. You know, as, uh, you know, do you i don't know what is- he is what's that do state? you
9: know what ISIS? sean do you know what isis stands for
7: no what's it stand for islamic state of something. islamic state in
9: iraq and syria uh, so it's the it's the last s that i like so because what was it you know four or five months ago people were like oh yeah that's right we make sure that the president wouldn't go to i uh syria because we protested
7: yeah yeah well they he had to get up see how there long that now. lasted. well exactly yeah. and that's what i was re that's where i was going. This. This article I was reading today, I'm trying to pull it up so I can tell you where it was from, SCG News. Actually, Scott, I think I got it from you. Um, Right. I
17: know the article, yeah.
7: Yeah, That talks about the the beginnings or the origins of ISIS, which starts all the way at Libya. Um, That's right. So maybe you can go over that a little bit
17: for me. I'm sure you can do it more eloquently than I can. Well, I'll I'll give you a synopsis of what the article basically covers is... um, yeah, you know, these are uh mercenary forces that have been working with the Americans uh for, you know, twenty years. And obviously there's constant recruiting going on. Uh there are uh a lot of independent uh, um sources uh providing uh, uh resources from different countries. Uh and it's it's um the they were basically jumping on the back of what happened with the quote-unquote arab spring which was uh... you know that wasn't a um... a scenario that sprung up by itself uh that that didn't happen uh without uh, a little help from NGOs across uh Egypt. There were over 50 NGOs operating, non- non-government organizations operating in Egypt, uh teaching people how to use things like Twitter and Facebook to organize and to uh you know, communicate and, and that's that was one of the catalysts to the um the Arab Spring in Egypt. Well, once they had that sort of uh, um a focused attention, they were trying to Uh, instigate, uh, um, uh, Arab Springs across other areas, um, and one of the first places they went, uh, was actually Libya. And there were, they've been fighting at, you know, at the bit uh, to get after Libya since uh, Gaddafi took it back in '69, and so it gave them an opportunity to create this uprising. And when they did, they sent in their their typical mercenaries. Uh, these mercenaries, you know, they didn't call them ISIS, they didn't call them Al Qaeda, they didn't call them. They gave them a new name. Uh, it was a uh, uh, a uh, a front uh, that was looking to uh, uh, free Libya. And this particular, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact, uh, nomenclature. It was a three-letter lomen- nomenclature that ended in a front. Whereby they were, they were paid, they were, uh, hired and trained and, and advised by CIA and, uh, MI6 and French intelligence was very much involved as well. And they, they orchestrated a war against, uh, against Libya. And once that was done, they had a lot of people hanging around with nothing left to do. So they immediately started shipping weapons out of, uh, out of Qatar and, uh, out of, um, uh, Libya that were stored in, uh, uh, and that's one of the reasons that uh, Chris Stevens was killed, is because all these weapons were being uh, uh, sent now to uh, uh, Turkey and to Jordan and, uh, and to the uh, Kurdish regional government, whereby these weapons were being pro- provided to the mercenary forces, because at no given time were the quote-unquote rebel forces against um, uh, Syria, uh, Syrian, uh, you know, more than 80 to 90 percent are foreign mercenaries. Out of Libya? And, uh, no. Well, they they came from Libya. A lot of the Libyan mercenaries weren't Libyan. Uh, these were guys from Chechnya. These were guys uh, that were, you know, uh, former Libyan uh, citizens that you know were uh, that left. You know, their families left just like the Shah's friends all left Iran, uh, King Idris uh, and uh, um, and all of the, uh, the puppets that were um, prior to um, Gaddafi all left and ran uh, um, um, Libya in the late 60s. So there were a lot of individuals who have wanted to get Gaddafi for, uh, you know, 40 years. The revenge of, of, you know, you robbed my grandfather of his riches uh, was uh, very deep within a lot of these people's bloods. And you look at uh, um, uh, uh, Mehri um, he's a 20 uh, a year veteran with the CIA a dual citizen uh, Irish and, uh, and uh, um, also dual citizen uh, Irish Libyan citizen who ran he was the commander of the forces uh, that were supposedly uh, Libyan rebels uh, going up against uh, um, King Idris or excuse me uh, uh, Gaddafi are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I lost, I lost video. That's what I was asking. Okay. So he was going up against, uh, um, uh, Gaddafi, and uh, he was outed because his wife was robbed of, uh, um, two hundred thousand euro. Uh, that she had in her house, uh, in cash and 500 euro notes. Uh, and she was living in Ireland, and when she was out, when he was out, she, you know, she reported the loss. The police come on and they said, Well, wait a second, what are you doing with 200,000 in cash and 500 euro notes in your house? That's like sitting around with a bunch of, thousand uh, dollar bills. They exist. But we don't, you know, we don't carry them around. I'm sure you don't have a thousand dollar bill in your wallet right now. I don't now. think I've ever seen a thousand dollar bill. Actually, <laughs> you know, they actually exist. And what's interesting is people in Europe, you know, 500 euro notes exist, but in countries like I- uh, Ireland, they're very uncommon. But in countries like Germany and Sweden, uh, you know, it's like, hey, well, there's they're you know, a little more rich uh, areas. The people carry larger bills. And they got the bank so, heads there too. So say again they've got a lot of the bank heads there too so uh, you know oh absolutely <laughs> yeah good point good point so, so in any case, uh, he got outed and he flew out of Libya the next day, and was there was pictures of him hugging his daughter in the uh, in the local uh, um, magazine. Now, of course, we didn't see any of that on our uh, CNN uh, um, programming boxes or our Fox programming boxes uh, because that's not the information, that's not the uh, um, agenda that they want us to understand. Right. So those same individuals, when they're finished with their agenda uh they moved on to Syria uh in the midst of their Syrian war some of the uh rogue uh mercenaries that they hired uh that they've allowed to destroy uh um Libya since then uh went into Mali and started upsetting some of the uranium uh, um uh, uh uh mines that are there that provide uranium to the French uh nuclear facilities so they had to send in uh NATO once again to take out the forces just like they're doing with this "Quote unquote," ISIS. Now, notice they didn't give the name any name to these African mercenaries that were, you know, sort of uh, had nowhere to go after they uh, conquered uh, Gaddafi's forces. But the, the, then they gave a name to uh, the ones that went to Syria. They called them FSA. You know, they gave them this great name called FSA. Well, you know, and what, then makes me, you know what makes me
7: ahead. laugh, Scott, is everybody's in the uproar right now because um, ISIS is in northern Iraq, killing. Christians, murdering Christians, beheading Christians, but nobody paid attention in Libya when these same people that are now ISIS were murdering and killing Christians in Libya. They were throwing them off buildings and different things like that. Um, So the same things going on in Iraq that was going on in Libya, but nobody really paid attention in Libya.
17: Right. Yeah, so. Well, um, so th- th- when when it got into uh, Syria, um, you know, you have to understand the Syria, uh, the the, um, the Syrian and the Iraqi, and really the regional history to understand why it's sort of more for the Arabs. Uh, the Arabs have uh, a bone to pick uh, since World War II with the West. Uh, they're not real happy. Uh, or excuse me, World War One. Uh, they're not real happy with the uh, um, the changes that were made with the Sykes-Picot Act by the French and the British. Uh, they basically—that's when they carved up the Middle East, and they secretly did it without including the Americans. And you know that's when the border was created for um, Syria and Iraq. There was no border there. You sykes, know, it was considered.
7: sykes pico Act, as in Sykes S-I-K-E Pico?
17: S-S-Y-K-E-S, yeah.
7: S-Y. Uh, yeah, you—you gotta
9: understand that the the uh, the gravity of what he just said. <clears throat> Britain and France divided up the Middle East. They created the borders for them. Now, could you imagine if Britain and France created the borders for this, the United States? Yeah, How well, pissed they, off would you be? Well, they,
17: they, they did before we, uh, before we started to either take it or buy it from them.
9: <laughs> right. My, my point is is that uh, out, people don't like outside inform- uh, uh, force.
17: No, I do, believe me, the indigenous people in uh, North America didn't like it either, and we slaughtered them <laughs> just <laughs> as we're slaughtering the ones uh, across uh, the Middle East now. Yeah, we don't like brown yeah, people. Man, for some reason. Man, manifest. Yeah, if you if you got brown skin and uh, and you're going up against the white dominated uh, militaries, uh, you're in big trouble. Yeah, by mo- by most parts now. And I'm and I'm not a you know I'm not an anti-white guy. I just know this is this is history for God's sakes. <laughs> well, you're a white guy. I hope you're not an anti-white guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, I, I I think one of my I think one of my ancestors slept with a Portuguese dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right, so we're in Syria now. Uh,
7: we've moved, the, these guys have moved out of Libya. Um, the, the leaders of them have flown off to their private areas with all their money. Um, and the, these rebels have moved into Syria, which we know about what I think it was about a year ago, maybe a little less. Uh, we were all ready to go bomb Syria, the Syrian government, in support of the rebels, which happen to be the rebels that have just come from Libya, um, who we supported in Libya also. We did bombings for them there. We were able to stop it back then, uh, and when I say we, I mean all of us people out
17: speaking, uh, you know, really making a big deal about what we see going on. I'd give more credit to uh, um, uh, China and to Russia, but yeah. yes, that's that's probably why it happened. Yeah, I would China and be- Russia said no at the UN. They said no. Yeah, enough is enough. What you did to Libya is worse enough.
7: Which leads us to another thing we'll get to, I'm sure, as we get finished this part, because there's got to be a reason why why we're faking. Uh, uh... russian invasion into ukraine which i don't believe that was true either because uh, i know a lot of t1 tanks or whatever brand of tank russia uses were sold to uh... neighboring countries there that could be used by the ukrainian government to make it look like it's russia but we will get to that one i'm sure eventually let's let's get through syria here now um, so we have the syrian rebels move in there uh... we were going to go help them uh... we obviously funded them there we obviously armed them there um, so, where do we go from there then? So, the Saudis started
17: to kick in with Qatar. Uh, they were basically our, uh, our funnel. Uh, we would give them the weapons. They would pay for everything and make it happen. You know, same thing that we did in, uh, um, uh, against Russia in Afghanistan. The Saudis were very helpful in financing that. And, uh, and, and the, uh, the military industrial complex guys were just licking their chops. You know, it was like, you know, going to free steak dinner every night. So, and, this is a uh, um, a scenario whereby most of the leaders uh that uh, that were coming in from saudi arabia were um you know they're sunnis uh they understand the history of the islamic uh state and the caliphate that they talk about uh they are a little more uh, um different uh, than the shiites on the uh the sharia laws uh that they'll enforce so they came in and they kind of uh were not really well received by the, uh, um, the other mercenaries that were there already. The El Nasser Front, uh, the FSA guys. And so, but, but unfortunately, they were getting the best, uh, weapons. They were the best financed. Uh, they were, um, they were able to operate out of Raqqa, which is the, uh, original capital of the Islamic State. Um, it's on the, uh, the sort of the central, uh, eastern side of Syria and there's um it's it's not a great you know very large city it's only a couple hundred thousand but yet it uh, was one city that was not nearly as involved as let's say um uh um uh, homs or uh, um aleppo because those cities were already basically just uh, catastrophes uh, and destroyed from the uh, the fighting because those those cities are also uh, closer to the border of uh, to uh, um turkey and to uh, jordan uh which gives them uh a um, a little bit uh you know they had more long historical infiltration or invasion coming from these uh NATO partners uh you know Turkey's a NATO partner and 11 out of the 12 borders that border with Syria are controlled by you know quote unquote uh, mercenary forces uh and these are And and here's a a fully armed NATO partner who's saying, look, we're going to back off from these border crossings. You guys do whatever you want. And if you need any medical or food or rest and relaxation, just come to this point, but make sure you're doing this, you know, so we know who you are. You know, so they're basically enabling, you know, two, three years of supplies and food and rest and relaxation. And, oh, by the way, here's another, you know, 250, 300 mercenaries that came down from Chechnya because it's only about a 20 hour drive through Turkey. And these guys are ready to join up, you know, so, that was so one that's of my, been going on too. That, that was ahead.
7: one of my questions. Um, this Syria fighting, so we're on two, three years now of this Syria, Syrian conflict
17: or, mm-hmm. or rebellion or whatever we want to call it. So the deaths are around 200,000 now. But remember, these deaths uh, do not involve uh, a a massive amount of civilians on the Syrian side. The Syrians have been incredibly successful at at basically annihilating this uh, um, international affront (coughs) on their country. And then these these madmen that come in obviously if you don't provide them their uh, their their um uh, their requests whether it's uh you know uh, everything from supplies food sexual you name it you know you're obviously going to end up uh, in a uh, pool of blood because these guys are you know they've been they've been fighting since they're 10 years old you know they're probably really damn good at what they do and uh, they're like you know hey this is another great war we can make a lot of money here and I I die I die I don't care these are these are these are soldiers of fortune you know they're they're, they believe that that's what they were sent to the earth to do, and as soon as they're dead, you know, they 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 fought for what they believed in, and some of them do have a, uh, a religious agenda. Some of them are just, uh, you know, savages. You know, so when you talk about strategic strikes, uh, as they let's say go into Iraq, you know, surprisingly, and I say that in quotes, <laughs> nobody was surprised that they went into Iraq. If you look at the amount of forces that came out of Syria that went into Iraq, you had a thousand forces that went into Iraq to go up against 30,000 Iraqi forces. Now, these 30,000 Iraqi forces were Sunni. These Sunni forces did not want anything to do with Maliki and did not want to defend it. And, and they also, you know, were, felt like they were being cheated by the puppet government that the Americans had allowed to exist. Right. So, when a thousand guys showed up, I'm sure that they all had agreed, okay, when these guys come, because we know they're coming because they've already told us they're coming, Let's just give them this equipment that we got from the Americans and skedaddle, Let them and uh, do what they, they want to do. And that's and and the Americans got what they wanted because look, now we've already got the we've got the uh, um, uh, the guy Maliki on the run; he's on his heels. Uh, we've got uh, the guys up in the north, the Curtis regional government guys; they're our buddies. They'll they'll thwart him from the north. Uh, Maliki will have to fight him from the south. There's no way a thousand guys are going to be able to defeat the Iraqi army and the Kurdish army we left behind. And we can say, look, we got our boogeyman and, uh, and we'll do some strategic strikes. And you know the guys they're shooting are not the CIA guys because they know just exactly where those, those guys, they've got guys operating with ISIS all the time. And so they say, we're going to do some, we're going to do some strategic strikes and they're taking out the assholes. Uh, that basically are the guys that are causing all the trouble. The guys that are, you know, killing people without any reason, the guys that aren't, aren't listening to them, and the guys that aren't following orders correctly. So there's no court martial, there's just, put a hellfire missile on, uh, on this, uh, on this little bata- uh, this little platoon that's going down, because that, that platoon's filled with all the assholes. We sent them on a special mission. So it's time so, to take you know, them out. Yeah, take, get those guys, get rid of those guys, because they weren't as cooperative as we wanted them to be. Well, that brings up so, another question
7: that uh, of an article I was reading, uh, and it's from Press TV, and, and uh, again, I think I got it from you also, and it's mm-hmm. the one about hundreds of CIA agents working with ISIS. Oh, absolutely. Which we yeah, don't,
17: on. yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, these guys... Uh, there are people, that is their job. You know, I personally believe James Foley had a lot to do with that. You know, here is a guy, you know, basically trumpeting and bugling how great FSA is. He's on the side of FSA. He came from USAID. He came from Global Post, both known as limited hangouts for the CIA, for them to have cover to make them look like just normal guys. I'm just a journalist here, you know, and uh, he's basically one of the guys, you know, finding out information, feeding back information, finding out who's the right guy, You know, encouraging. He was encouraging the FSA as part of his uh, job, and then supposedly they captured him. Supposedly they sent him over to ISIS, and uh, now he's supposed to be captured by ISIS. But boy, he sure did look pretty calm. And uh, and I I gotta tell you, if I ran a knife across your neck nine times, um, I'm gonna see a pretty dirty uh, uh, hand. I'm gonna see a pretty dirty uh, shirt. Uh I, I if you give me nine swipes, which is what they gave us on that video, right. I saw not one drop of blood in nine swipes. So either they were using the world's uh dullest butter knife <laughs> or uh um or uh, and they you know they had to saw for a half hour with a butter knife or or somebody's pulling the wool over our eyes. Well
7: we know that they've put out fake uh, beheading videos in the past. As a matter of fact, Robbie Martin, uh Abby yeah, Martin's I saw that, brother yeah. He did a fake video in in the 2003 or 2004 that actually got picked up by mainstream and published as if it was a real beheading video, and and uh, you know they, we know that they've done this in the past, so you know that was my thing with Foley when I saw his whole the whole thing come out with the video with him and and how calm he was and and he's been captured for so long, and of course the Syrian government came out and said that he died last year, uh, he has been dead for a while. Um, Well, first they
17: blamed it on the Syrian government that he, that they, that they had captured him. Originally. And then the FSA. Yeah, oh yeah. It was insane. It was just like, so there was, you know, they tried to use him before as a, uh, as a patsy. And, you know, maybe he was killed. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, I, I don't even know if he's dead. You know, that's that's the thing is that there's been no confirmation. It might as well be Osama bin Laden's, uh, um, you know, uh, did they did they bury him at sea, too? I mean, right. you know, we're, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. So, so
7: who's this other guy that got out? The, obviously, we apparently paid some money to get him out, and that came is from. Is that Sotloff? Uh, um, yeah, the bearded the guy man. that just came home.
17: Yeah, I think that was Sotloff. Uh, um, he was the guy that they had on the, vid- the video uh, following Foley's beheading, or no? Uh,
7: yeah, I believe so. Somebody just got released. I- I- I've been in and out, and I saw uh, one guy got home recently. and memorized a letter for the parents and all this.
17: Hmm, no, I don't. I- I- I'm-, I'm not familiar with that particular uh, story, but it's just kind of weird. I- He's out now. That's all. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that uh, um, you know. These are not people, you know. You know, look at all the other beheadings that we've seen by any of these. Uh, um, you know, uh, we'll call them fundamentalists because uh, they're just religious. It might as well be the Westboro Baptist Church guys to me. And um, these, you know, there's, you know, out of the one point some odd mil- billion Muslims in the world, you know, less than ten million of them are like Pastor Hagee and. uh you know these Westboro Baptist uh, uh, nut nut nutheads that we have in this country. Well, it's always you know, religious. All
7: it's always religious extremes that cause us all these problems. I mean, every. Every war that's been fought for two thousand years, it's always based upon religion, and there's always an extremist within these wars. I wouldn't
17: say that. I mean, I, you know, this this war is not based upon religion. This war is taking advantage of religion, of religion. and religious people in order to uh, dupe the uh, the rest of the uh, the religious individuals into thinking it's a religious war. Okay. You know, if you, I can't tell you how often. They, uh, because that's the motivator, like the beheading is the motivator. It's like, oh my god, look what they're doing to America. Even though they've cut off, uh, you know, hundreds if not thousands of other heads on video and stuck them on, you know, fences around, uh, you know, in and around, uh, Syria um this guy was an American guy, and he was just a simple reporter you know trying to uh you know uh, get the word out on one of these horrible things that Assad was doing to these uh these poor innocent rebels that are you know the good moderate uh um innocent rebels you know so it 's just the story they 're painting is it 's uh um it's, it, it's, just unbel- it's it's just unbelievable it's it's completely unbelievable there's there's it's beyond belief it's uh, it's it's incontrovertibly a an incredible lie that uh, they continue to have to perpetuate so in order to gain momentum as to why are we bombing syria when we said we weren't going to bomb syria when we faked uh, sarin gas and when they got caught red handed doing that so um you know how can we how can we uh, um get you know get by and continue this agenda that we wanted to do because you have hundreds of guys at the pentagon who could give a crap about what's legal who you know these are war dogs that are on an agenda you know for the israeli uh, um and the uh the zionist uh, um you know knuckleheads that want the caliphate to be the boogeyman and and just basically want to annihilate the neighbors and 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 create a uh because you know, the, the, the the stronger the neighbors get in in Israel the more likely it is that Israel is going to get their ass whipped again like uh, a simple small army like Hezbollah did uh, to them in 2006 so you know if they couldn't even handle you know with with the billions of dollars you know these guys are, are peeing their pants uh, when you get a uh uh, five thousand you know uh, marine corps force that knows what they're doing out of which by the way if you hear the word hezbollah as an american you think terrorist but all it is is it a militia it's like the michigan militia but these are a bunch of badasses who train all the time and when the uh and when they come to the party they know exactly what they're doing and the lebanese army knows they're there and they're not doing a damn thing about it because they're like hell no these guys if we need them they're good. Yeah, we need them. They know what side. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. We we need we need these guys because when when it when it comes when push comes to shove and somebody starts giving us some trouble, this militia is badder than any army we've been able to put together. Well, basically,
7: basically, with this beheading and what we see there is a lot of it's. You know, we all know the terminology: Hegelian dialectic. You know, problem react re- reaction solution. Um, they're really just putting in place, because I know a lot of Americans now are ready to go bomb that whole region again, where we had calmed down from wanting to do that, and as soon as they beheaded this guy, it's, all right, let's go, let's just carpet bomb it again.
17: Yeah, well, it's a, it's the action reaction. It's, um, you know, they they hired Walt Disney to do the same thing when he created his, uh, his uh, anti-German and anti-Japanese uh, cartoons you know it's you don't have to be uh, um an expert in propaganda to know that uh the americans and uh, um hollywood and obviously the news agencies uh are uh pr- probably the most professional propagandists uh, ever uh, ex- that ever existed in the history of the world. Absolutely. Uh so this is this is a um a a a a very simple you know, we have a society that knows more about true blood or Game of Thrones or, you know, all these programs that I've never seen, uh, whereby, um, I, they can tell you all the characters, they can tell you all the seasons, they can, but they couldn't, they, you know, if you started explaining something about, you know, the, the Sykes-Pico Act and, uh, and the, the history of the Caliphate and the Ottoman Empire and, and oh, the, the, the real, um, angst <coughs> that these individuals have against the, uh, um, the uh, the west and what the west has done putting up you know puppet after puppet starting war after war and creating all of these uh, um scenarios whereby the resources are being looted the uh, uh the uh, military industrial complex is making a fortune because uh, anything that the governments do make they go into great debt uh, to the um, suppliers of the uh, the military gear um you know these are not great partners uh when you when you uh, partner with the uh the west there there will be a war and there will be death and destruction in your country uh against anybody who is um, uh, opposes the uh the uh either the pillaging of the resources or the arming of the people that are making the money doing the pillaging so that's and and that's that's really the been the history of Africa the history of the Middle East uh the history of Southeast Asia um, you know when when the west comes in uh to uh, uh do some deals with you uh, there's going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be some, some give and some take, and there'll be a lot more taking than there will be giving. I could swear
7: that a president once warned us of the military industrial complex as he was leaving office. Yeah, the Eisenhower,
17: sure, uh, sure. Yeah,
7: you know, no, we don't, why don't we ever listen to these? Like, that, I think that was his attempt to warn us, you know, just like we have, uh, you know, Kennedy's speech on secret societies trying to warn us. Um, uh, but right. we just don't listen
17: ever. It, it, it's very. I think it's worse now than ever. I the, I totally agree. Look at the look at the uh, the magnitude of distractions that we have. You know, step into a GameStop uh, at anywhere across the country today, and and just look at the uh, um, the youth of the of America being uh, indoctrinated uh, outside the television, but in in a in a uh, virtual world of uh, of complete uh, um, you know, uh, there's no reality. Uh, there's no understanding of of uh, the things we're talking about. There's all they're going to remember and all they're going to know is what the TV told them to remember and know. Right. So that's going to be you know that's what's going to be there. Say well that's not what they're saying on CNN or that's not what they're saying on Fox. And and that and 80 percent of the society that we live in here in the United States get their news from television and they're only getting between four and five hours a week of that news. So do you think they're uh, gonna
7: be able to do this to us again, Scott? You think they're gonna they're gonna move us back in with troops into uh Iraq and and uh they've already done it. Yeah. That's true. They already have, haven't they? they yeah, but of course they're not they they are going to there. there's
17: planes bombing. There's fifty sorties a day uh with uh hellfire missiles coming off drones and uh they're already talking about bombing in Syria. And, you know, obviously Syria has said, you know, you gotta you gotta look at it from put yourself in Syria's uh shoes. Um uh they uh they really don't want to um uh you know uh say no to somebody coming and bombing individuals uh in their country it just depends on where they're actually bombing you know what what, what overreach is going to happen cuz that's what's that's where the real problem's going to uh arise is that you, know, you can send a drone anywhere and these drones are stealth and uh, you're going to tr- start uh you know, uh, you know, creating some conflict and weakening Assad's forces to allow the quote-unquote moderate, uh, good uh, um, rebels and giving <laughs> sure. them advantages. Oops, uh,
7: that bomb and, wasn't meant to hit your palace. I'm sorry, that was an accident. Yeah.
17: <laughs> so, so it it's a double-edged sword. You know, it you know help you know comes uh, you know a handshake comes with a stab in the back. Unfortunately, when the West uh, wants something, and the West truly wants uh, Saad to step down and he's you know for three years forwarded that effort and uh, um, and and done so with the support of a society that understands because they're not watching CNN uh, they're not watching Fox. Uh, you know they they understand the history of uh the Sykes-Picot act uh, they understand the history of you know uh, western domination and western imperialism that uh, uh you know created this uh false country called Israel next door that occupies you know some of their mountains on the uh the south uh, uh western side of their country still because they've basically stolen just like they stolen the, uh, um, land from, uh, Palestinians, they stolen land from, uh, you know, Sykes-Pico Syrians, which is, they weren't really, you know, they were S-Syrians prior to that. Right. Um, and, uh, these, um, these individuals know the history of their region. And you don't have that same intelligence in the West. You have the, uh, Homer Simpson factor here. You know, it is the, uh, the longest running, oh. most successful show in the history of the United States. And, uh, you know, and people can name every character, you know, just like they can the Kardashians. Uh, but if you asked them what the Sykes Pico act was, they'd, uh, you know, they'd, 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 they'd they would wonder if it was, was that a Broadway show or something? What do we mean? You know, so. Right. Well, so I- we don't, we don't have what I would call a, uh, very, you know, it, it might as well be, um, you know, what was the, uh, Laurel and Hardy, uh, type of, uh, um, you What's, know, what's on third? Uh, who's on second? Yeah, there you go. And, and you know, those guys That's are great. Costello. Don't long. get okay. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic comedians. You know, uh, Gleason, uh, Jackie Gleason, love the guy myself. But, you know, it comes a point in your life where you, know, you gotta stop self-satisfying your, uh, your, uh, you know, self-satisfaction is, uh, um, you know, you can only, um, masturbate so long. So.
7: <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say, you know, when the West stabs you in the back, they don't usually use lube, so you don't want to get stabbed in the back by the West. Um, there you go. And it's amazing how this stuff continues to perpetuate. Honey, I see you writing notes over there. Do you have some questions? Nope. Oh, okay.
17: I just see you scribbling notes over there, just like crazy. Just stuff I
8: I want to look up and oh, all that. Okay.
7: All right. Very good. We got to look stuff up. Absolutely, that's, that's I
17: I love that. Thank you for doing that. Now, you know, that's a uh, that's what I always say when they say, "You know, how are you going to change this?" The only way we're going to change it is to get guys like Sean and you know, guys like Jack Blood and and take over some of these uh, um uh, these programming channels that are you know feeding the minds of the uh, uh, the, the the brainless uh, Americans uh, because as a country. You know, if you looked at uh, uh, the Constitution, Article One, Section Ten, our alliances uh, with uh, you know Israel and with the UK and with the French and the whole NATO alliance is actually a violation of the Constitution. We actually said we weren't going to do that. Yep, absolutely. we weren't going to give special treatments to these other countries, and we were going to we were going to actually be more sovereign. Unfortunately, that only lasted uh, probably into the early 1800s, and we started to. Pay back the French uh, for the loans we took for the Revolution, and uh, we, uh, you know, went to the Montezuma, and then we went to Tripoli, and you know, you don't have to be a, a historian if you know the, uh, you know, the Marine Corps song yeah, from you know from the halls, from the halls of Montezuma of to the shores of Tripoli. Those were our first two wars. Oh, Scott singing and for us uh, tonight—that's awesome. <laughs> I can sing it. You know, I'm a better singer, but I, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, step into my uh <laughs> karaoke with Scott Record tonight. Into my, uh, what's the, what the hell is that called? The, uh, uh, not, uh. What's the, the theater guys? Uh, um, it sounds like lesbian, <laughs> a fezbian. Thank oh, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't, we don't have much more time, so I do. I want to step. I,
7: that was a lot of information on that region. Uh, Lexi's taking some great notes, so we'll we'll definitely look into that. I be honest with you, I never knew what the uh, sykes pico Act was, so I'm going to look that up myself. I know you gave a brief description, but I want to read into it some more. But I want to touch on. Um, Russia now, because okay. that's the next step on this conflict, and and um, I don't believe the the propaganda I'm hearing from the U.S. government uh, about what's going on there. So I, I really, I was reading somebody had posted about this whole invasion thing has been faked, uh, which wouldn't be the first time we've seen something like that happen. I think it was oh eight or 07 when they tried to fake an invasion that Russia was doing in somewhere. Georgia, Georgia, yeah, down in Georgia, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, have you seen these reports of these tanks being used from other countries to make it look like it's Russia?
17: Well, I think it's important to, you know, let's let's go back about 20 years into the early 90s. And uh, this was uh, um, a concerted effort by the uh, the same individuals uh, that are behind it now. Um, you had, uh, obviously, uh, um, perestroika and the, uh, um, uh, the, the real fleecing of... Um, of, uh, Russia was starting from a business perspective, uh, um, the Americans and, uh, the West were very successful at, uh, going to war against the Russians in Afghanistan. They were very successful at, uh, infiltrating Russian business through, uh, their, uh, Zionist banking partners and stealing money from Russia and pulling it out into, uh, uh, Western businesses, and then as that time went on, uh, the sort of fleecing of Russia uh, through the banking infrastructure, and uh, you know things like uh, Yukos Oil uh, was fleeced. It was a Siberian oil company that, that was partnered with a bunch of Western uh, uh, Zionist banking uh, criminals, and they they basically stole all the assets from uh, the second largest oil company from uh, in Russia. Uh, a lot of people went to jail for that in Russia. Uh, and uh, a lot of money got put into Cayman Islands, it got put into, uh, Cyprus, it got put into um uh different uh Isle of Man banks uh different, all these offshore sort of uh tax free zones where uh money's laundered often so uh that went on you know for about 10 years um and then uh this whole period of time you know, NATO has been chomping at the bit uh the uh, petroleum industry has been chomping at the bit uh and has been uh you know spending uh 10 uh, at least five billion that Victoria Newland um, admits to, but are probably closer to ten billion dollars. Uh oh, he always gets in the good stuff and then freezes up. Davey, there. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I'm back. All right, there we go. We got you back. Yeah. But so basically, you had you had about uh, ten billion dollars that has been spent over the last uh, you know ten years. Uh, whereby they're building up all these uh, NGOs across uh, Russia. And, you know, what could you and I do over the next 10 years with $10 billion building up a communications infrastructure and notifying and organizing Americans? You know, uh, Occupy was only able to garner around uh, $400 million. Uh, in uh, In a period no, no wasn 't four hundred it was uh four hundred thousand dollars or something like that in a period of uh, um, uh, less than six months in new york city so what we what could we do with ten billion dollars over the next ten years uh, trying to change the government structure and the communication structure of the United States, a country of 300 plus million, whereby Ukraine was only, uh, let's say, um, I think they're around 50 million, so it's a sixth the size of the United States and uh... we were putting together small communications uh... small uh... Um, marketing organizations uh... all across and they were doing it with their friends uh... these were uh... obviously people that were not pro-russian uh... these were people that were uh... Um, already um you know anti-russian based upon their hungarian backgrounds their uh... B- B- bulgarian backgrounds you know i i you know, during the eastern Bloc uh... Um, occupation of uh... Uh, Eastern Europe you know obviously there was a lot of uh, hatred and angst built up against the Russians and uh, you know uh, rightfully so uh, I'm, not, I'm not against that at all but, uh, this to go, be the days of communism, right, that you're talking about there. Well, yeah, but, you know, let's, let's be clear about what communism really was, uh, uh, and let's not, uh, let's not, you know, let's not repeat what we were, uh, told as children. And I'm not a communist, you know, I was, uh, never belonged to the Communist Party, unless you include the Republican Party that I belong to <laughs> now in Florida. But, uh, um, but, it, but in any case, uh, the, uh, um, the history of russia they've bounced back three times from the same enemies over the last uh, de- uh century you know uh world war one world war two and the afghan uh fleecing uh um uh financial fleecing is you know might as well have been a war war against russia so uh three different massive um uh, and, and when I say a world war against Russia, uh, Russia has had the same enemies for the last four or five hundred years. And when I'm talking about Sweden, Poland, uh, um, obviously French and uh, um, British. Uh, these, uh, even the Spanish, uh, when the Spanish Empire was around, these guys were always against Russia, because Russia was uh, the neighbor that they were always going to war with, and the Prussians uh, um, uh, were against Russia as well. Uh, obviously, the Finnish, they're neighboring, they've been against them for quite some time, but they're... Uh, um, They're trying not to. But but the real uh, powerful people were the the, Lithuanian-Polish, when the Lithuanian-Polish Empire ruled that area, also the uh, the Swedes and the British. Now, the Swedes and the British have been partners, uh, very close partners for over 500 years. They were close in the East India Trading Company. So those became our allies as a... uh, um, as a uh, the relationship began to build in the 1850s, and we became very close allies with uh, most of the anti-Russian uh, European and British uh, um, uh, uh, existing allies. And these guys had been friends for hundreds of years. When we were brought into that, uh, obviously, um, about 60 to 70 years uh, after we had uh, kicked out the British uh, with the, the help of the of the traditional British enemy, the French. And so that's, this is, this is the history that drives where we are today. If you want to know what's happening today, look at the history that happened over the last 500 years with our allies, because okay. we're fighting the same uh, um, wars that our allies have fought but we've become the conquistadors for them we borrow money from their banking system going going into debt more than any other nation in the history of the world and uh, um, and we fight the wars that they used to fight with their own troops or the countries that they had conquered like new zealand and australia and so on and so forth those they used to put those poor bastards into conscript so um that's what we're up against uh and and sadly we have a volunteer force that's willing to sign up and do this i did at 17 years old i didn't know any better yeah. i was raised on the encyclopedia britannica i believed everything they lied to me about yeah. so uh you know i didn't have it. i didn't know any better and and that's the only thing that will change this country because for over 150 years you know we've all lived under this uh um, premise that uh know, what we were told was true and uh and it is not true because uh what's happening in Russia right now uh or not Russia Ukraine uh, is uh they are reacting to you know over two decades worth of uh manipulation of Ukraine and uh um they know the history of that area they understand uh, that uh, that these are um you know uh individuals uh, that have picked off uh, half a dozen other former soviet states and uh have moved in uh, western military moved in uh western tactical nukes are in those uh, countries uh and uh so they know that uh Ukraine and Ukraine has uh become sort of a uh an artery for the uh, oil and, and gas business that has uh, really um, helped Russia rebound not just once, but you know three times from uh, the traditional enemies that have destroyed their country because they basically lost um, three um, wars against the West uh, in the last century. Right? So nobody. Uh, Russia was very successful at fighting the Germans uh, they were very successful at, at defeating the Germans and I think that they did a good job at defeating the Germans it, without the Russians uh, uh, England and the United States would have uh, uh, been speaking German right now so um, and uh, had the uh, the Russians and the Germans teamed up against uh, Europe and the rest of the world uh, Russia and Germany would be the dominant players rather than uh, um, uh, England, England and the United States so but but after um truman who was by the way a puppet uh post um uh world war 2 uh he was he was put in place by the uh, um, the jewish mafia out of uh, um out of st louis as a senator and they even used to boast about it you know see how powerful we are we can even buy a senator and and put him in well they uh, do that now regularly and nobody even pays attention oh yeah now it's a uh, it's a status quo what do you what do you mean uh, israel um uh, is murdering people no no campaign finance for you so uh, you know <laughs> you're on so, the wrong side uh, <laughs> yeah you're on bad side now and uh, <laughs> you know somebody posted that uh, I i don't i, I can't remember the uh, the name of the show but the guy gets a map of uh palestine in 1709 and, uh, and he says well it doesn't show israel you can't put that up in the white house what do you mean i can't put it up in the white house well it's it offend people because it doesn't show israel Yeah, but it's a 1709 map Right, there was no Israel in 1709. Well, you before, know? yep. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the thing is that you can't even talk about the history of the region. It's like, no, no, there is no Palestine. Damn it, we told you that. It never exist. <laughs> never they, exist. They never we, had their own money. Never. Yeah. Never. So, I mean, and, and they raised their poor children like that, you know. So we think we're under, like, duress of propaganda. Imagine growing up in Israel. No, oh, my you. God. I mean, it's like, it was like, you shoot AK 7. At nine years old, don't shoot instructor. That happened this week. I know. I shot the instructor. You're uh, training a nine-year-old girl to shoot an Uzi. Yeah, that you know, was pretty okay. stupid. Huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, okay, you're gonna go out and you're gonna do some target practice with your daughter. You might want to start with a 22. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't have a problem. You know, but uh, a you, Uzi, well, did, I think wait, you're here's a little thing. young for
9: that. Do you know that she didn't start with a 22? You just see the video of her, you know, capping a, the dude in the head.
17: She may have been pretty damn good with a rifle, but a Uzi at nine—I gotta tell you—I'm thinking. All right. What about right. what about you know, it? Okay. You know, I've, I've had some decent rifles when I was nine years old, but uh Uzi? <laughs> well, well, I probably didn't need that. I mean, when I was a kid, on the rifle team at school, we could take our rifles to school and check them into the armory yep. at high school. What? So you know, I, I, I look at a, a at a rifle range like a basketball court. You know, there should be a rifle range and a basketball court at every high school across the country. What do you think
9: about, what do you think about an 11 year old with an MP5? I
17: I just don't think that that's a, that's not a wise choice. I mean, I have an 11 year old. I I don't, I, 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 there are children.
9: (laughs) I'll show you, I'll show you video of mine.
17: (laughs) Yeah, that MP5. Well, I my, understand. my son
9: at 11 years well, old. But the, here's the mind,
7: thing: though, an MP5 is much easier to, h- to control. No, it's a, a fucking it's
9: nine mm s- It's a, it's the same thing as an Uzi nine millimeter. It's a nine uh. millimeter. I agree, Uh, but but, the thing is,
17: I'm sure you are very careful about where it is and where he's got access to it. And I'm, and I'm sure that it's not like something that he can go grab and show his friends all 15 years ago. I'm sure too. So, well,
9: no, 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 it was only nine years ago. Um, but they did tether the barrel of the fully automatic guns to the, uh, to the uh, station there. So you couldn't actually turn the gun around. Right, and, right, and right. I actually, I videotape it and I watched that video after, I watched my video after, after the nine year old one. And, you know, the, the, the instructor is standing in front of the, the girl and she, you know, you could see it. She, she hits the trigger, like he, he flicks it to full auto. She hits the trigger and, and it walks up and to the left right. and takes him out. Whereas my guy, you know, the guy that did my son, he says, here's what you do. And we both step back. Right. Uh, so there was no way that he could have done anything. And actually, on the way over there, uh, he, it's not his first time shooting, but it was the first time shooting fully automatic. Uh, I, I told him, I was like, listen, if the barrel of that gun goes anywhere other than downrange, I'm punching in the
7: face. <laughs> well, you well, know, my first fully automatic I ever shot, I was 23, and it's when I went in the Army. <laughs> so, you know, if that tells you <laughs> when it should happen.
17: Well, my when I went into the Air Force, uh, um, we'd stayed up all night doing mescaline, and uh, that's when I went and got shot 100 out of 100 the next morning without sleeping the entire night before. So, <laughs> so I was pretty damn good with a rifle. I could, uh, coming down off of Mescaline, I, I, uh, I aced the uh, the rifle uh, range. So, <laughs> Hey,
7: Scott, let me, uh, you know, if we this is our third visit here, and I, I like to get um, a little drop, because we're going to have to wrap it up here, because we're hitting 11, a little after yeah. 11 now. I hope we, can, you can say Mescaline on public radio, right? Yeah, well, we're internet, we're good. <laughs> you can say fuck, too. <laughs> yeah, we can say fuck, too. Um, if, if you wouldn't mind giving me a drop... Just basically your name um whatever you want to put with you um you know the station is Raz radio live
17: Sure. Um, I'll, uh, you mean as far as a uh, uh, verbal or just uh, send something to you in writing
7: no verbal one we're going to do it okay. right now I'll, d- I'll just cut it out of the show and use it for uh, you know future reference and future promos and stuff uh, okay good okay so go ahead with whatever you want to say go ahead and i'll i'll edit
17: it all together nicely just as far as a bio or something?
7: Uh, yeah, you know uh, the Scott Rickard from wherever you might be writing articles or whoever you're associating yourself with. Um, you know, I, I I I love coming on the first fifty-two on Raz Radio Live with with Sean and Dave and and Lexi sure, sure. because you know it's just so much fun being with them. You know, something What's like
17: that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so this is Scott Rickard uh, with uh, um, really Veterans for Peace is the only organization I belong to. Uh, I am a registered Republican only because I want to find out what the party is doing that controls my county. Uh, but uh, I've always been independent. Uh, you should be independent when it comes to politics in the United States because both parties are corrupt to the core. And uh, when it comes to Raz Radio, I love being on Raz Radio. You guys uh, allow me to say what I want to say, and uh, it's an excellent program. Uh, keep getting the word out, and the more we can uh, get people to listen, I think the better off we're going to be as a nation because uh, we've uh, got a nation full of an entire population that has not a clue what their government is up to. Excellent, I
7: appreciate it, man. Listen, uh, I love having you on board. We're gonna try to do it every, uh, you know, six, eight weeks or something. Have I you on board? That's fun. Yeah, I, I really like having you with us. So, uh, have a great evening. Go. Uh, you can have your meatball sandwich now because I'm sure <laughs> yeah. you're about ready for bed.
17: You know, it's so funny because I was kind of tired today. I did that uh, Bokari interview um, over in Orlando at Adrenaline Studio. It was a live uh, satellite um, show out of Tehran, and uh, the. Um, uh, it was you know, I drove over, took my daughter with me, we went to a bunch of stores, saw some uh, saw a friend and uh it was yeah, you know, I was kinda tired and I thought, you know, I'm gonna take a nap before the show so I'm not tired. So I but <laughs> I set an alarm, so just so you know. <laughs> 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 I took about an hour, hour and a half nap before the program Excellent. and uh mm-hmm. And I ate some Skittles and some watermelon and put a little Robitussin in it, just in case.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, Scott, I appreciate your time. You have a great evening. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, bro? I'm glad you guys got that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man, we'll <laughs> talk to you soon. Take care, brother. See ya. There goes okay. Scott for us. Uh, he's a lot of fun to have on. He's so full of information. I've got notes. Lexi was taking notes like crazy over there. I was. Uh, you know, so it's, it's the only way to learn is to to sit down and take notes. You know, and then go look at this stuff. Don't take his yeah. word for it. Don't take my word for it. Research it.
9: Yeah, that Sykes thing uh, I've known about for a little while now, and I did some research into it. And that's you know that's really the, one of the main reasons why the Middle East doesn't like anybody else because they're always fucking with their business.
7: Well, that's what we do. We always fuck with people's business. It's
9: not just we. It was it was the Fr- French and uh, United United Kingdom. We weren't even part of that. But uh, you know they they drew up all their all their lines, uh, their uh, borders, <laughs> and in an area where where there were no borders <clears> before.
7: <throat> What's the matter, honey? You know, I'm she sorry. wants to go.
8: Was it time <laughs> for break or? just
7: to <laughs> a bathroom oh. hand or something.
8: Okay, no, all right, it's okay, fine, right, whatever. So,
7: thanks. I want to thank Scott Record <laughs> again for joining <laughs> us. Um, you know we're gonna go take our break because Lexi seems to be in a rush for a break over <laughs> here. And uh, when we come back, it'll be the third hour. We'll have some fun, maybe listen to some funny clips, and uh, talk some more. We'll talk to you guys in a
3: few minutes.
9: It's actually the the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda.
8: It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh,
7: yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you.
9: You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws.
7: I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. (laughs) And this goes along... If
9: this is going to be another cum trail... (laughs) I've
7: I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail...
9: Okay, why don't you just
7: We're move on? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think
9: you're gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset.
8: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun.
7: <laughs> I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first
13: 52. RazRadioLive.com Hello. <laughs>
18: Came
4: up from the bottom. Alabama, the lower southern half of it. If you've never been here, I'll help you get a grasp of it. The class of it. The social is knowing what the system is and trying to get some fishing in. We'll see what a pistol is or never take our guns back. Gage on a gun rack, the sign reads, Y'all call back. Crawfish, catfish, redfish, flounder. We eat our chicken, fried oysters raw in Alabama. We drink beer the domestic kind And the Chevys that we drive We stand the test of time Had the best of time On that floor around my line She's got sand between her thighs I got the sun in my eyes It ain't always been good times Working class down here uh-huh. Some come to party But we live down here Best believe we don't take no shit Think I won't do it Hold my beard. watch it They don't
18: understand where I come from I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. in a product of the lotto, do need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfuckers yeah, that's my motto. working class, the only people I follow, they understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came
4: up. Roll with the tide. Nick Saber and Jesus. Yeah, that's our guys. Football on Saturday, church on Sunday. they're working all week trying to raise beer money. Just like you, my rent's past due. And the Waffle House I ain't considered fast food. It's a luxury, like caviar. Sipping mama sweet tea out of mason jars. The ladies wear. Working hard, changing old, lifted tippy. Granddaddy name Mom. Got an uncle named Billy. We gon' light up the grill. Y'all holla if you're with me. Eating hush puppies and mud bugs. And our headlights all covered in love bugs. We gon' keep partying all night till the sun's up. Yeah, I've been down, but yet I came up
18: from the bottom. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. And a product of the life From the, the bottom, bottom ain't a product of the lotto Don't need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle Oh Yeah, that's my motto The working class, the only people I follow they understand the where I'm from
11: I've been down, but I came up from the bottom What's up, Razorio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore, and if you ever heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing.
2: The
11: guy got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he didn't wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no.
6: Uh, you want to see my eyes? Have you
11: ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have black people. It's the Chocolate Drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on We We talk about other stuff, trust me.
2: Suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mine. I looked at the system and made that divine Now I am the God Guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves, now let this world speak They got us all trapped and that is a fact. They know what we're doing with a touch screen, a map They poison our food that we feed to our seeds Destroying the world all over greed they take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat It's control and it's worse, but we let them do that Can someone please tell me why I waited so
15: long I been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love, I can't stop. I need you to take me away, take me away from it all. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? I am searching for this feeling too long. All that
2: I know isn't looking for true love. I can't stop. I need you to take me away, take me away from it all. They poison the water from poison and lights. They poison your child. They poison your wife. They poison your parents. They poison your friends. This. This real, no need to pretend. Infect us with drugs that never get tested. We are the trial, easy selection. They put out a scan and we're there the next day. Genetics is gone, and they want to play. This lady, the matrix built one at a time. We open up eyes and dropping these vibes. We'll condition our kids to be part of this them, so I'm sending this out I hope that you listen Knowledge is power No matter the you He's a side genocide they claiming to escape All over the globe Just be the case With a push of a button They have you erased Can
15: someone please tell me Why I waited so long I was searching For this feeling too long all that I know is I'm looking for you love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all I don't need it all
16: Hey mama, this step tab- on the floor.
7: We the You know what that means? It means it's the third hour. <laughs> Isn't that- Kick back and try to relax a little bit, try to have a little fun. Dave turned all the lights off. I can see it over there. Doesn't have any lights left on over there.
10: That's
8: awkward. It be weird, guys. Good for
9: you.
7: Yeah, three guys in a room with the guys lights over out. There. That's really good. That
9: was by request. He asked me to shut the light off. If you want him on, I'll turn it back
7: on. I can see you, barely. <clears throat> so, again, let's uh, thank Scott Rickards again. Um, it's really great having him on. He, uh, he definitely is a wealth of information. Yeah, you so.
10: should give
9: him his own show.
7: Yeah, right? That would be great. I think he's busy enough with uh, all these uh, debates and interviews he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> eliminate that there. All right, so so the third hour, we like to have fun. I, you know, there's a lot of stuff I didn't get to. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you saw the the Henry Kissinger article that came out. I haven't reshared it yet because I haven't finished reading it fully. But it's uh, all talking about how they've succeeded, and I wanted to bring this up with Scott also about how they've all, uh, su- succeeded in uh, their new world order. Turn your monitors off, would you? <coughs> Excuse me. So we didn't get to that, but we're going to have we're, we want to go see our buddy Steve here uh, and 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 check out his new his new video for the week. <laughs> oh, I got a phone caller coming in here. Let's answer that.
8: Unc noun.
7: Unc noun. <laughs> so we do have a caller on third hour let's see what we got. Hello caller Hello hello how are you? I'm fine. who's this? you sure you
8: sound out of breath
7: You're, you're live with us right now. who's who are we speaking with
19: um I'm sorry I've got, uh, I've got conflict here just a second.
7: oh okay
8: oh all right oh. okay
7: a conflict here anyways wonder what's going on there. <laughs>
19: So uh, I'm hearing a different show right now. I'm sorry, it's oh. I mean, this is your show only. It's delayed by about 30 seconds or so. So it's really throwing me off.
7: I think I know this voice. I'm not sure though. Is this uh, um, is this the old friend of ours? I'm gonna have to ours? call back. Okay, sorry, we'll do but. that. I think that it sounds. You know who that sounds like, Dave? I think that was Martin Truther because he's been messaging me <clears throat> on uh, on uh, yeah. Twitter here. I mean on uh, on uh, Skype here. That might be who that is. Uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, did you give the number out, or did you try Skype? No, he he knows the number. He's listening. He's been listening all night. I actually I didn't give the number out, 941-421-0401, if uh, you want to throw your two cents in, because uh, that's what we do the third hour. We just try to have some fun, let people bring up some subjects. We've gotten into debates and arguments in the third hour before. But oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I know you don't. But I don't hey, like it's part arguing of the fun sometimes. Sometimes you have to do that, you know? I had yeah, my yeah, microphone like too low. It. I had to raise my microphone up. Uh, so... We're to pull up Steve's new video here as soon as uh, the laptop decides it wants to cooperate. So, uh, hey, have you had the echo tonight with the callers at all? Any what? Any echo with the callers tonight? Negative. All right, good. Negative. Negative. So, honey, why don't you uh, help me out here a little bit? Help you out? Yeah, you're the happy one. I'm the, what do you mean I'm by the, that, I'm the depressed Sir? one. <laughs> you take it how you want to take it. what are we talking <laughs> <laughs> Biggie chimes know. in. Wait a mm-hmm. second here. Don't I don't know? know.
8: I liked your friend Scott that came on. I just, I, I don't think it should be so gloom and doom. Like he had a little bit of like a downward.
7: Maybe it is look upon indeed. our youth. Maybe it is bad. Maybe oh, it really I is don't that think bad. So. I don't think so. You don't you think don't so. it is. No. <clears throat> I think some of the, think the younger. I
8: think we're we're going to have like that information age generation.
7: I think some of she, the younger uh, hold on generation. A yeah. Yes.
9: Um, Lexi, let me ask you a question. So he's going to ask you a question, honey. Can you cite any time in history where oh. a government has turned around and things just got better? Well, uh, you don't even have to. Th- you, you know what? Get back to me.
7: <laughs> yeah, you don't answer right me. now. Do some. I don't research. think
9: so. No. Yeah.
7: Not so what on what makes its you own. think
9: that this time it's going to actually work? Oh, come on. Well, history so dictates we have empirical data that empires don't get better; they fall.
8: Well, that's you know I think what we're suggesting that this needs to end, and, and not that it's going to turn around, but that it just needs to end in general in order for like sort of a rebirth, How of a do you way think of living. That would be
9: the end of. How what? do you think Hitler came into power and was able to get so many people on his side? Well, yes. I believe he ship, sort of utilized the, the empire-
8: youth. Kind of, but they is that what you are
9: getting to at? Fall.
7: And they no, they allow the flags. empire
9: to fall, and somebody comes up and from the ashes because Germany was in a bad way after World War One, and uh he, you know, sort of blaming people similar to the fucking politicians that we have—that they're blaming, you know, those fucking Muslims. You know, we think it's ridiculous that you know that uh Hitler went after the Jews, but we're going after the Muslims.
7: Yeah, kind of the same thing. Good point. I never thought of it yeah. that way, Dave. Alright, let's see if we got this now. Now I know exactly who it was calling. Uh do I have you there, Martin Truther? Hey,
19: yeah, Martin here. How you doing, buddy? Great. It's a good show uh this evening with with uh, Scott Rickard and, and uh introduction to the topic of ISIL and everything. Um Michael Moore had a tweet this week, he was talking about how the, how bad the reporting has been on ISIL or ISIS that we don't even know the name of it. I guess it's called Daash or something like that. D-A-A-S-H is the, uh, locally used name for them.
7: Over there, you um, mean? Yeah. So they don't even know what ISIS would mean if we went up to them and said, "Hey, you're, are you an ISIS the the trooper?" They wouldn't even know right. what the hell we were talking about.
19: <laughs> and then all these people speculating about, "Oh, the ISIS means uh, Israeli secret intelligence service." It's good. no. <laughs> 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 well, hey, you never know. <laughs> we're already using our letters in that alphabet. Anyway. <laughs> so um, so um, anyway, what's uh, I don't know if you want to continue that topic or
7: yeah, I've got you- some two cents to throw in on it. Absolutely, I'm still you know we we uh, we go wherever in the third hour we you know a co- couple minutes we can cover on that still.
19: Well, what I've really been into this week actually has been the CDC whistleblower. I don't know if you've been kind of covering that story or on following. the M-
7: on the MMR vaccine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I- I've seen through it a little bit. Um, I- I've seen a story came out today by um, Susanna Posel. Uh, She's with Occupy Corporatism, and uh, she was talking about it, but she was also talking about and we talked about this with her on our show two weeks ago, I think it was, um, how even some alternative media is sensationalizing things and uh, blew it, didn't blow the story out of proportion, but blew um, some of the threats made to this individual out of proportion and things like that. Um, So there's a lot of angles on this story going on right now.
19: Yeah, it appears that uh, the rumor that he'd been escorted from the CDC offices and or fired was uh, just that, a rumor. Uh, right. He claimed that that didn't happen at all. Right. Um, I don't know. If I were the whistleblower, William Thompson, I'm not sure I would feel comfortable reporting to work every day, uh, but apparently he still is, and attending meetings and uh, sent out a press release uh, three days ago now. uh Basically saying that uh, he was still at work and uh, he doesn't want to say anything against vaccines at all, but he does does think that they did not follow the protocol for the study uh, that they worked on. What's funny about
7: these things, and it it happened with uh, Dr. Wakefield also. You know, these story, these uh, these um, studies get into these journals. Uh, you know, years ago. I mean, this study got in there in like '04 or '05, wasn't it?
19: Well, that was the original scrubbed study that was published that said there was no uh, a correlation. Be-
7: oh, he dropped on us again. Hopefully, he comes back up. He, uh, from what I understand, he lives way out there. And and uh,
19: yeah. Freedom Information act to get the original data from CDC for these for the study, and basically once he put the the original data set back together with the 41% of the subjects that they'd taken out arbitrarily just because they didn't have Georgia birth certificates, uh, he was able to see the <clears throat> the larger pattern of a 341% increase in autism for uh, black boys who received mm-hmm. more vaccine before the age of three. And, you know, that's... That's a fairly damning result, and at least one expert has said that it's one of the clearest cases of science fraud that they've ever seen. But, of right. course, they're trying to spin it and say, oh, we needed the metadata from the birth certificates so that we could correlate this and that. They or always have t-
7: something to spin on these. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure you're aware we don't vaccinate our son. Um, I haven't been vaccinating myself in a very, very long time. Uh, and that was originally just because I just didn't want to anymore because I would get sick every time i go get a flu shot, you know? Uh,
19: well, one of the big things that started me going out to Google and following all these threads about alternative health was that uh, I did not know for 10 years, but uh, I had had a slight adverse reaction to a, a flu shot, I think. At least the symptoms that I had uh, started about two weeks after I'd had a flu shot.
7: Yep. Oh, you know I've, I've told this story before when I was in the military, you know you go into what's called a reception station, which is where you get your uniforms and your gear and you get your medical medical stuff taken care of your haircut and you're usually there uh, anywhere from a week to you know I've seen people there as long as 20 or thirty days because the, the the basic training was full. Uh, I think I was there two weeks. but you go and you get your shots then and they give you the shots almost immediately, you know like within the first day or two. Uh, because you you always get sick. I mean, half the platoon got sick right after we got our, our vaccines, you know, going through medical, and they give you all the shots at the end there.
19: Yeah, they work so great, don't they? <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. so they, they leave you in there so you can recover from that, it almost feels like, you know. Uh, so I've always been against any kind of thing like that. So I'm glad this information's coming out. But it, it, the sad thing is it's not the first time this information's come out, though. You know, it's not like this is uh, anything revealing to those of us who have studied it and looked into it. I mean, Lexi, you know, has been up on vaccines for a long time because of our child. You know, and that's she made. I don't the know if you've heard
19: the, the the tape that Brian Hooker made of his conversations with uh, William Thompson. though. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to listen
7: to. I haven't oh, had a chance to listen to.
19: it's really interesting, and they're having a little bit of trouble spinning this. They're talking about how. Um, William Thompson's comments were taken out of context, or that he didn't even know he was re- being recorded, and I'm sure they're going to try to <clears throat> put a lid on it because
7: oh, froze up again. It's amazing how that happens. Uh, he, he's up in Oregon, I think. He's way out there, Dave. You there? Yeah.
19: A okay. child, a oh, child.
7: Oh, there you go. We lost you for a second there.
19: Oh, <laughs> um, well. So you heard, did you hear the part about how Brian Hooker taped? William Thompson yeah, on the Yeah, we, we
7: heard all that up to uh, okay. how they're going to try to make it sound, and then it kind of went away.
19: Okay. Um, basically, they're, they're going to try and spin it, but uh, there's some pretty damning things that the guy says on, on tape. I mean, he says uh, that he is ashamed when he meets, uh, he feels guilty when he meets uh, families with autistic children because he knows that he's been part of the problem. I well. mean things like that. He says, you really can't believe that they did what they did, but they did it. And, uh, um, and, <laughs> you know, it's, has, it's,
9: ha- uh, it's, low has there been it- any reason, has there been any reason why they say that they, um, fudged the numbers?
19: Uh, no, well, mm, or, or are they, Or are they well, just trying I, to say that no, it didn't it, happen? Uh, no, that it has happened. Basically, actor Rob Schneider has says that he has a copy of the original paper before they changed the numbers. As mm-hmm. it was going to be published. Now William Thompson, the whistleblower, sent a, a letter to his boss or one of the one of the heads at the C D C at that time, uh Julie Gerberding, who is now the president of the vaccine division at Merck.
7: Imagine that. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine that ever happening. That That's never happened between U.S. government and FDA or, or, or big corporations.
19: The revolting door, yes. Anyway, um, but the letter he said said, uh, look, there's this conference coming up on MMR vaccine autism, and we've got these uh, research results that could kind of look bad, and uh, I would like you to step in and protect your scientists here because I'm going to have to go and present. And there's some problematic results and after he sent that letter, some sort of working group came together and changed the data, and then everything was okay for his presentation, apparently, because that information never came out uh, 10 years ago. So uh, so it's, it's like it, there's, a, there's a chain of events, and there's supposedly a, a, a class action lawsuit of 200 parents of autistic children who are claiming vaccine injury
7: right and who's it against it gonna
19: run with this uh, with with this fraud case and they're gonna you know take depositions and, and go for this uh,
7: so do you see this being anything uh, that's gonna finally make the truths of this come out where you know people are gonna realize that this you know these vaccines are dangerous and they're causing issues
19: You know, I don't know what it would take. If this doesn't do it, nothing will. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's getting so to the point where you would pretty much have to have, I don't know what it would take. It's, it's, you know, it's like the, the, the people saying that, uh, you know, a politician would have to become a serial child, uh, pedophile, on national TV before his, you know, poll numbers would drop or something like that.
7: Right. Well, see, we have a group of doctors down here, and they started this organization called Two and Talking. Now, I I don't want to completely. I, I mean, we don't vaccinate. We don't use any pharmaceuticals. We don't use doctors. We try to do everything pretty much ourselves. So, you know, obviously, there are certain things you have to have to do. We've been luckily enough not lucky enough not to have to worry about that. But I, you can't completely knock the vaccination or the vaccine theory in itself
19: no and actually very few people do it's uh most of what you hear about the anti-vaxxers the no-vax people are really the people that are are basically going out there and being trolls for the pro-vax side casting the straw man of everybody casting it as a straw man of people being anti-vaccine whereas you know people like jenny mccarthy and um you know robert kennedy jr all these people are 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 not anti-vaccine like they would say they're for greening the vaccine or for getting the additives out right they just want to have a dialogue about these specific things you know right (laughs) And and uh, but then the hysteria gets whipped up. Says, "Oh, you're anti-vaccine. You want children to die from not being vaccinated." Blah 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 blah. blah. And, Which is um, so
7: funny because that's not even close to what would happen. It's it's,
19: it's well, it's not even the position. You know. <laughs> it's, well, it's that's not, true too. Yeah. Uh I mean, yeah. I mean, you you could you find some people who are comp- you know maybe some anti-vaccine. You know, Mark.
7: Well, let's, let's reset real fast because you know. Uh, I, not everybody's heard you before. This is, you know, Martin Truth has been a, a guest of ours before. Uh, I, I see you have changed to your real name uh, on a lot of things now. Uh, your website, your your Facebook page, your your Skype name. Um, so I don't know if that's what you're going by now. So I didn't want to go with that. But are you still running the Red Pill page and all that? Do you still have all that up and running?
19: Yeah, I'm still running the Red Pill guide and have started a newsletter. Um, still basically going by Martin Truther as much as I can um, I know la- last time you were on me not to I uh, said I couldn't use that name for a while but I'm still using it on my page on Facebook okay so and it's still martintruther.com cuz
7: so. I remember last time we talked I don't remember if it was like actually talking like this in the interview form or if it was on Facebook but you said you were in a start um, you know going back to using your real name a little bit and and uh, bringing your own persona out you know your personality you out to the, the the whole thing is that what you're starting to do now
19: oh a little bit um yeah I, i'm still i, I wouldn't uh I, I still like to go by martin Truth, or i actually feel that's more the real me than <laughs> than anything um but as far as you know I'm, I'm starting to uh uh put you know put a few more images of myself up on facebook you know Nothing, nothing huge. Getting
7: yourself out there—that's a good That's thing. Possible. You know, people want to see who people are sometimes. You know, when you're always talking to a hooded, uh, no-faced man, you know, <laughs> it, kind of like, you know, oh man, let's let's meet you now. We had a friend, uh, Dave. I don't know if you know this, Jazzy. She had to ch- she, her Facebook yeah. got shut down because they wanted uh-huh. her real name. Yeah. And she didn't want to give it. Seems like falling That's all up, isn't it? Are, are you It's not like already? you
19: have to actually give your real name. You just have to change it.
7: To, to something that sounds more like a real name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see that that way.
19: I'm not saying that's what I did. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you could do. <laughs> Anybody could do that.
7: That's a possible way to get around their bullshit, and every time, just do it again. Okay, this is my real name this time. I swear, this is my real name. Uh, so, yeah, this this whole vaccine thing is is interesting, and, and it's nice to see it, it coming out. I'm glad you called in and brought that up because it was something I had pulled up. I'd asked Lexi if she had seen it yet. And, uh, she, she hadn't seen it yet either. And it, it's, what, like a week old now, give or take?
19: Yeah, about that.
7: Yeah, so, we'll have to see what happens with it, you know? I, I, I hope it goes the right way and I hope we get some, some actual, you know, proof out there that there's an issue and let's fix the issue and, and not, and I, again, I'm not, a. we have a friend, I think, I don't know what she was doing, but, you know, her son just developed epilepsy. You know, all of a sudden started having seizures. Uh, every test came up clean. They couldn't find out why, what, so they just diagnosed him with, that, with epilepsy, ep- epilepsy, and he's not even yeah. a year yet.
19: Probably some environmental toxin that nobody can talk about because some industry would be offended.
7: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, all right, well, i got a funny video I want to play here, and uh, I want to wrap up and, and start winding down. Uh, all right we'll have to well, have nice you on for with you then. yeah we'll have to have you on for a full hour again in the future here and uh, and go over a couple topics together
19: all right well have a good evening all Rest right evening
7: you too brother thank you take it easy good night all right so let's get let's get some wine down here because i need my brain to, to wind down a little bit it's got all 20 right. minutes left here um and uh I, I need to i need to calm so which one's the newest one on here dave what are we talking about Jesus Steve the DUI guy yeah 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 which one's it Shop Tacos honey
8: we already did Shop Tacos did
7: I miss Shop Tacos that was number 7 no yeah no what's the newest one I'm asking
8: now that I had my wife's dick in my mouth (laughs) I'm gonna go see if I can put mine in hers (laughs) (laughs) I got shit
10: to do I got shit
7: to do I got shit to to do well let's see if this is if this is the newest yeah
9: it's about making his own game What number is...
7: Okay, yeah, this is... 30. For me, baby,
12: blow on them. Hold on, hold on. Oh, rub them. Blow on them for me, baby, blow on them. 11. Yeah. 1, 2, 3. That puts me right at the weeble wobble duck pond doing bong rips, y'all.
7: This guy is just too funny. I really enjoy
12: him. Hey, man, I love a good drinking game. But the best fun I ever had was when we made up our own drinking games. Repurpose one of your old Monopoly, Life, Shoots and Ladders, board games, laying around the house. Or pick one up at the thrift store like I did for a buck or two. The Uncle Wiggly game. Sounds fucked up. I can see why somebody donated it. Look what it says right here on the front. Join the rabbit gentleman on an exciting adventure. Exciting for who? <laughs> what the fuck? Sounds like a kid toucher's retreat. I don't want to go to Uncle Wiggly's house. Fuck is he wiggling so much for? It's a goddamn rabbit. His Uncle Wiggly is hanging out right there. You can see they fucking... What is the fucking motive of this game? That's why with some stickers or some photos, you can personalize any old board game into a custom drinking game. My wife fixed this one up for me right here. It's the I Know My Rights board game.
6: You gotta roll the dice.
12: And then move your mower away from the cops who ruin your fucking buzz all the way around and it's weavy. Naturally, because you're fucked up all the way to the drive-in liquor store. Now, there's some tricky shit along the way. If you land on a red spot, you got to do a shot and go back three spaces. You might land on it again and again. If you land on a oh, green, yeah, you gotta yeah. take a bong rip. That's right, man, if you go to the Weeble Wobble Duck Pond, you're gonna get fucked up. The first one to the liquor store is the winner, and most likely to not puke. I got hung up back here at the Cluck Cluck Chicken House one time. Went back and forth, back and forth, did six shots of Beam back to back. I had to pull my mower over, I couldn't finish the game. Hey, make sure you send me pics of your board game that you redo. Hey man, I've gotten so many good theme songs from y'all that I've decided to play every one of them. All of those motherfuckers. At the end of each show, I'm gonna play a new one each week as long as y'all send them. This one is by Ricky Bryant. I'll see y'all next Friday. I got shit to do. I got my whiskey,
15: weed, living women by my side.
12: Can't tell what's going on because I'm so fucking high. They pulled me off
8: my track and punched me. Anyhow,
12: that
7: was good. I want to hear the song.
8: I got, to <laughs> I
7: got shit to do.
8: I <laughs> got <laughs> it's so ridiculous.
7: Uh, he's funny, yeah, he's definitely. So honey, you got to get on him. But to contact him here through the Facebook, well, there's a messaging him. thing right okay, here.
10: All right. I will.
7: So yeah, get with get get on him. Let's get him on in the third hour. <laughs> we'll have a lot of fun with him. Uh, did you explain it that's it's a guy uh what's his name steve the DUI lawnmower guy yeah that's where you can you can find him on facebook at steve the DUI lawnmower guy and on twitter yeah. at
8: steve jessup
7: yeah it's at steve jessup <laughs> yeah, of but you, you
9: gotta watch the each video is two or three minutes long you can i, I bang through 20 of them
7: in one afternoon and the and, new one comes out at 420 every friday <laughs> yeah. yeah he is funny as shit Shit. I just got a Please. tweet. What the fuck is this? That's who it is. Uh, right? Yeah, Jake Needham. That's, that's
9: who I was responding to.
7: Oh, is that who you're responding to? Yeah. I was just about to that's do about that. I, so I, I guess I don't have to is. now. Oh, maybe I right. am then. It's I'm tweeting. I, I can't tweet and talk at the same time.
8: Right. My
7: co-hosts <laughs> are really sucking the night. So
8: I sent it. I know my rights. What are you talking about? We suck. I told him. You told who? Mister.
7: Mister, what? Mister. So anyway, um, I don't. I didn't pull anything funny. I got to be honest. So you guys are gonna have to help me out here. Hey, I
9: I I felt a disturbance in the force. You felt uh, the disturbance. Here's the reason. The here's the reason
7: why. Why'd you feel a disturbance in the force?
9: Hal Finney, who is a uh, guy who's into crypto- cryptography, right? Who was also a very early adopter of Bitcoin. Uh, he died. So like, an,
7: like, like just quick, now, like you just felt him, and and you just know that's who it was. Or no,
9: I'm reading the article, and the, the, the disturbance in the force was, you know.
7: Well, thanks for bringing up the level of the third hour to a funny, happy level. Day. <laughs> no, I just, that was a really good job not, on your part. I must no, say. Good well, I job, think the guy.
9: Actually, I think the guy no, froze himself too. I'm trying to terrible. read the thing here. Yeah, he's 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 like a uh, Walt Disney. He's he, froze and he fucking froze his whole body. Yeah, and the guy's name is Hal. <laughs>
7: Um, can't write shit like now. that we'll call him ice tea <laughs> ice cube
8: it's <That's> terrible
7: <laughs> sorry i don't know i'm not a really you know that co- hey so Funny. so <laughs> <laughs> what was that hit the fucking bell for me nothing <laughs> <laughs> the bell should be operating without being cued is he sleeping back there the bell man <laughs> oh bell man are you awake it's it's
19: the delay, remember?
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're on a delay. I forgot all about that delay. Uh, so, uh, as we know, here in Florida, um, we've seen a bunch of changes go on in, in, some, in some radio that we all listen to. And uh, we haven't really talked about it. I don't want to get too deep into it. I, I listen to both sides. I like everybody that's on the station. I like everybody from the BRN, so... I just hope everything turns out well for all involved and they all figure it out and have fun still. So that's my Not thought sure. on that. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be some good radio, I think. You're that's all I have out, to man. say about that. That's all I have to say about that.
9: You know what? I just started listening to Drew at home. Right? I don't really fire up the thing. right? But I could listen to him. You don't cause... fire up
7: the thing? Well, I don't
9: fire to my, I don't up. Really listen, I don't really listen to any live content because <clears throat> I get all fucking twisted and... Call in and shit,
7: but I won't call well, in. See, that's what you're Jewish supposed show. to do, Dave. Could you imagine Dave and Drew in a conversation on air? It's no. gonna happen. Oh my god! Eventually, it's gonna happen. I hope I'm listening when that you one happens. You gonna get
8: the zapper, Dave? Are you gonna get the zapper?
7: And I don't know. He's later in the day, so Dave will be all drunk. His new schedule. You know,
8: it's really dependent on the dude's mood. It really is.
7: <laughs> well, he said, well, he's, "I don't really, I don't really drink anymore." He said much. he's not gonna be the angry guy anymore, he, or he's not gonna. He's gonna try not to be. Who, Drew? Yeah. He, he said, because he knows that's not what people want I for I never considered afternoon.
8: him angry in the first place. I just considered him highly opinionated.
17: Highly.
19: I think, Sean, Sean, you're taller than Drew, aren't you?
7: I don't know. I've never <laughs> met Drew. I could be. I don't know. How is t- he short? Is he short? Yeah, that, yes. that's... Oh, <laughs> he that is? a joke. Christ. Oh, There's a hell of a delay I didn't there. I know
8: he was short.
7: He's short? I think it's a joke. Oh, is he not short.
8: Stop being a dick,
7: aw, oh. You're being a dick.
8: You suck. <laughs> <sighs> I
10: knew you'd <laughs> <got me> right! <laughs> I'll
8: get that guy on here. No. you have to uh,
7: drag him on here. I gotta pull some more drops.
9: We just got no. We gotta every every fucking week. You gotta play the newest show. Yeah, I
7: plan I, I want to in the third hour. That's gonna be like our third hour. You know how we used to do. Uh, um, Wow, what the hell was his name? Can't remember uh, Lee Camp. We used to do like a lot of his stuff, and I I like his this guy stuff. He's very entertaining. You know, you got to go watch his videos though. Absolutely have to go watch his videos <laughs> because the, there's a lot of uh, visual to his videos. Would you not agree, Dave?
9: Definitely, yeah. And he and he actually t- talks about the, the people that create the videos, of the Sober Group, or what does he call the Sober Gang? Because they're the ones that are sober. Because, you know, he's he's you know allegedly drunk every fucking time. We're fucked up.
7: Allegedly. That's, if you look at him, he's bit. definitely something.
9: Well, that's the bit. You know, he's just acting.
7: Oh, well, no shit. You think he'll come on the show like that, or do you think we'll get, like, his normal self? Doesn't what do you mean? It doesn't it's matter. It doesn't matter. It's
9: funny. I would like, I would actually like to, you know, I would like to hear from the original guy. Because a guy like that will turn out to be, you know larry the cable guy you know and it's a total false persona you want to know the real guy
7: he's got to be not, i i mean I, I know that's not him but he's got to be somewhat like that like in a very minute way you know what i mean
9: oh well, i think we all are
7: <laughs> well that's true i mean when we get going oh speaking of, we haven't talked about res fest at all duh uh-huh nope We have, have, but not well. Not not here. Not on our show. That was you. You never called Frank, did you, or Michelle?
8: I didn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's a failure.
7: I just thought of that. So Razfest, we got everything finalized. It'll Uh, be
8: a little bit different atmosphere, I think, this year. Yeah,
7: definitely. It was really, and
8: I almost feel like this might be disappointing for some, but reassuring um, for others. I
7: think it's gonna be great. Uh,
8: Last year was really off the chain. It was really Lucy Goose.
7: Lucy Goose. Yeah, it was really
8: open and like not proper.
7: <laughs> not proper. Thought that
8: this year was going to be proper, but it won't be as.
7: It's going to be much more organized. It is open up to anybody who wants to it come. Is a qua. You know, the, it, you just have to book your stuff and uh, and show up and uh, have fun and, and stay out of trouble. Those are the three. Those are the three things I guess the main things. So it's at the Wannabe Inn on Inglewood Beach.
8: Yeah, and listeners are invited.
7: Yeah, anybody who wants to come. I reserved like
8: a whole building, so
7: Well it's come first. If others first come first,
8: wanna start, come, yeah. yes. As long as twenty one rooms building in that doesn't building. get booked out. Yeah. But
7: yeah. Are you excited, Dave? Yeah.
9: I'm looking forward to it. And Wayne said he was coming down. I thought that was great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, slowly I'm gonna be I'm gonna fucking meet. Every single it's you know, going to happen. Army, or, yeah, it's I mean, going to happen. This
7: Razzfest, pretty much, I think, because we got Steve. Uh, Steve from Colorado said today he was coming out. Wow! So he's going to come, dude. There's
9: people coming from fucking California, Colorado,
8: Maryland. Yeah,
7: I, I'm not sure. All Kevin, over the place. Kevin in Arizona said he might not be able to he's make it. Going to work on it. He said he's going to work yeah, he, on it. I
9: spoke to him earlier today, and he he just doesn't doesn't have it. It's you know thousands of dollars. Like yeah, I feel you, man. Well, I was okay. like, it's going to cost me money. It's going to cost you a couple hundred. <laughs> it's, well, not, it's not only that, yeah, but it's, it's going to cost... Uh, it, it's not going to cost me a couple hundred. It'll cost me more than that. But uh
7: Well, if we go through fucking 50-something cases of beer again, like we did last year. Yeah. And there <laughs> was only, like 20 multiple of
9: multiple $150 <laughs> fucking beer runs. Yeah. Oh,
8: my God.
7: <laughs> that was craziness. Yeah, we're just and not Michelle
8: gonna like and that. I, I don't even know what we spent on Friday... We, like, loaded up that room with, like, food and drinks. And by the next day, it was like, who's doing a beer run?
10: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <Yeah>.
8: <laughs> I was like, shit.
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you, anybody who's new listening, we do, uh, this will be our second annual Razz Fest, We call it, and we, uh, last year, it was a small group of hosts that got together. And now, uh, you know, that's the main thing is for the hosts to get together and, and meet each other and communicate with each other on a face-to-face basis. Uh, we'll have the studio set up. Dave, actually, i got to get with you and Amber, because I think we want to put the studio in your room. And the what? Re- well, because Amber's show, Friday night's the latest show, and your show, Saturday night's the latest show. So, it's just me. I mean, if you need to take a nap or something, you can come use my room. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's the main reasoning why. Uh, no, we'll discuss right. it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll because we are going to
8: have to run a cable from whatever room they did say, as far as getting mm-hmm. like a hard line. Uh, from where? So we have to work on that. I don't know. The boat show did a whole that boat race that was there. here.
9: You know what? When I go down next week, we should go
7: find that out.
8: Are you coming down so, next week?
7: Yeah, he's coming down yeah. in studio next week. <clears throat> uh, have oh. you, do you listen to the show when you're here?
8: Sometimes, sometimes you you really should listen to the show as we're doing it. It's much easier. I'm half preoccupied with other (laughs)
9: things. (laughs) we should definitely make that something to do. Just swing on down there and check out the the, yeah, uh, and find out about the cable
8: situation and all that. We do do need to do that.
9: But I would say call beforehand because they seem to be hard to get a hold of. And just see if you can make the appointment for you know Saturday morning, because I'll, I'll I'll come yeah. down Friday night. Okay, we we'll do first thing Saturday. You know, we have to have you that. And long.
8: another positive thing is no, Joe. No, there Sunday. Joe morning. is like a what some sort of supervisor for CenturyLink, so I'm sure whatever we need in order to ring that up, we'll be able to like work out. Oh, I'm
7: sure we can work it all out. It's yeah, going to be great. Thing we're going to do all the shows is it logistically yeah they did it for it the boat show and they might even have all the stuff we need to do it already right Let's just find I don't out. know
8: yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah so we'll figure that out uh, but yeah we're going to do all the shows live um, I don't know if Salty's coming or not but I was I was hoping that you know kick off the weekend with his show live from mm-hmm. there um, and then just do the whole weekend of programming all from there uh, obviously the Sunday show's not because Kevin's not going to be there and we got to be out of there But in the morning anyway uh so it's it's gonna be a good weekend and anybody who wants to come, basically we'll be doing stuff out on the beach together. It's not if you were there last year, it's not gonna be wandering through everybody's room. We're gonna keep everything out on the beach. <laughs> I'm not gonna
9: be near I don't even think I'm gonna drink that much. I'm gonna do it like I did at Robstock. I kinda drank a little but smoked a
7: lot that's the only other thing I know I remember Saturday night
8: I got like shitty it was like get out of my room because there was like 12 people sitting in there it was like 3 o'clock in the morning I'm like go to your own rooms <laughs> oh Ow. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah so we're not what doing that hell? this year at all uh, but it, it's still going to be a blast and, you know we're still going to have a lot of fun uh, I want to build that That uh I, I'm pretty sure we can do a fire out there I want to build that that seated fire pit did you see that where you build the couch around the fire pit in the middle mm. in the sand, so we're going to do a lot of different things. Are we? I want to. Oh, okay. Bring uh,
8: like a shovel or something. You well, I was planning. Like I'm
7: going to use a bucket, <laughs> one of Mikey's little <laughs> sand castle buckets, <I'm> gonna use. <laughs> and the little shovel, right? Yeah, the little plastic shovel. <laughs> Fucking genius oh sometimes, God. honey. <laughs> I
8: would take pictures of that.
7: <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll play some games. I'm, I'm going to bring out the cornhole board. Uh, we'll play some cornhole, get some cornhole tournaments going. All um, right. And of course, we're going to do That's something with Heist Click. Uh, yeah. Heist Click's going to the Bubba Show that Friday, right before the beginning of this. And we're going to try to book some local uh, events for them to, to play at while they're here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, if you want to come, the pricing is really not bad. We don't we don't make anything off of it. As a matter of fact, we got to pay for our own room even. Uh so if you know I'm not trying to sell you anything if you want to come it's anywhere from 250 260 up to 4 409
8: uh, Yeah for
7: wasn't a single bedroom like a hunt oh that yeah you talk you talk about birthdays
8: but yeah. there were like efficiencies that were 260 no that's for the full that's
7: for the full weekend dave one bedroom's
8: yeah. for 285 and then two bedrooms for 409 409 right including tax and it's just you put up a deposit for the room and you pay the balance when you get that's there
7: that's $100 for a one bedroom or efficiency 200 for a two bedroom
8: it's right on the golf it'll, it'll be mm-hmm. awesome we're a mile from like restaurants and like a little Shopping thing, but nobody really left. Each room really has a full left. kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> There's
7: full kitchen, so you stock up on the way in, fill your kitchen mm-hmm. up, have all your dinner to, to do to go, bring alcohol. Um, I think we're gonna try to do a keg though. I think for the beach, uh, just bury a keg. I don't really
8: care. I'm just gonna buy my own stuff this year. I'm not gonna. Okay. Last year, I bought like a bunch <clears throat> of platters, and I think that's how it became like a sole like hangout room because there was like food and alcohol, food and like was, staff yeah. showed up and mm-hmm. they were like eating sandwiches. Uh-huh. People that worked and on and the property dicks. was like, oh, okay, also <laughs> that, yes. Uh, we, ha- we had some prostitutional stuff going on.
7: Well, it wasn't pride. there was no money exchanged. No,
8: that's true. It's not
7: prostitutional.
8: It was a little bit.
7: <laughs> prostitutional? Prostitutional. Is that even a word? We're, no,
8: it's not. I just made it up, Dave. Yes, <laughs> <she did. laughs> Ooh, but it what? was weird and uh, distasteful. Guess what? It was fun, but not okay. Guess
7: what rumor I heard, Dave? And it might be true. Uh, Kevin in Arizona. You remember when he first started doing his show? His co-host
9: Jesse's back. Yeah,
7: yeah. Jesse might be coming back. I know he's back. Yeah, so I'm excited. You sure,
9: you sure heard the last hour of uh, drunk. Uh, what's the orderly? other show I did?
7: <laughs> oh, um, uh, 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 fully loaded. Just a
9: tip. <laughs> no,
7: fully loaded. Yeah, fully loaded. Yeah. Uh, I, I missed yeah. the last end of it. I, I heard you guys in the beginning.
9: Yeah, the last hour was car talk with with Kevin. Car talk uh, with Kevin? Yeah, we did almost like an hour just bullshitting cars. Because Billy's into cars, too. It was fucking great. I loved it. I was like, nobody's listening.
7: Well, I wasn't home. I couldn't tell you. And and my analytics are down. I think uh, Shout cheap has been under a ma- major attack, I think. Salty Station's yeah. been down for five days. Uh, you just got it up mm. and running again tonight. And uh, I haven't had analytics for two days now on the station. So I can I can tell who's listening live, but I can't I can't go back and look at prior uh, segments prior times.
8: So Michelle is listening right now. Her and I are talking or texting right now about I don't know. They well, might she'd call. be on with
7: us if you would have called. No, it's a fifty-seven. We're getting ready to get what off. What of the hell? Well, you don't schedule a guest 35, 40 minutes into the Why end not? of the show.
8: Quick, right. like you better attend, bitch. It's and hang
7: Michelle. Up. You gotta you fuck do a, a
8: drive-by. By.
7: Well, they You gotta pick up the phone. We're sharing a room with them. Well, if they call afterwards, I'll answer. Maybe. I'm tired. Oh, put them on air. Put them on air. Do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> so, Dave. Yeah. Are you gonna help me set the studio up this year? Because I'm gonna have to be in Tampa. I will help you. Right. I won't. I won't. Do, I won't try to be the boss. I will help. <laughs> I. Because I, I gotta be in Tampa that morning for the morning show. Because I'm taking Frank and Burns there because they're doing the really yeah because they got they they got that hello
1: caller hello yo yo yo
7: yo 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 oh my god God, I miss you I miss
1: you too
7: what you doing girl
1: Hey! So I hear you talk talking about Razfest. I've been listening. I've just been quiet. I'm a QT.
7: <laughs> well, Lexi was supposed to call you guys this afternoon or message you and see if you wanted to join us in the third hour to talk about Razfest.
1: Well, I'm alone, so I don't have the famous Spring Castle with me. But you got 66, and I'm nice about Razfest.
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a good time. Wait till you see this place, too. It's. uh I, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, but it's really nice.
1: Oh wait, let me make it Yeah, absolutely. I have lowered. I I lowered you guys. So yeah, I saw the pictures online. It's amazing.
7: Yeah, it's really nice. So it's gonna be a big difference. So from I have last already year.
1: called roommates at Lexi and you, Sean. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> you can always always sneak in my room and sleep on the couch. Absolutely, <laughs> but um, yeah, I got to do it last. All right what?
10: what?
8: <laughs>
1: so how are we doing it this year? Are we going to go food shopping again? What are oh, we
10: doing? Are we
8: no, <laughs> no. no we're doing no work. The most work we will do is making our drinks.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. And suntan lotion rubbing. And, and That's right. Yeah,
7: we're going to either eat out or we'll load up our kitchen for us. And like I said, there's this this, this inner room. <laughs> right. so there's no place to hang out in the rooms, really. You know, there's decks, but you know each room has its own deck so that that's not an issue and it's it's okay. not like last year it's it's much 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 nicer I mean
1: it looks much nicer than last year i have to say
7: yeah and we'll pretty much have that whole building hopefully if we have enough people to you know jump on and come with us um that week yeah but you know what
9: you guys are gonna miss throwing beer off the fucking deck. Yeah, we will. You know? (laughs) That's a a, a very attractive thing where the beach is right there. Yeah, but there was no That's why I had to
8: do it there, man, because I didn't know what was going to happen, and that was a place where anything goes. You know? You are on the water. Shout
1: out to the Coco Kai. There was nothing wrong with it. I mean, there were some crazy characters, but... Great place. I mean, you know, other than you know, I had to sleep on top of Frank Castle because I was worried about bed bugs.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, this place, your ceiling fan will actually be mounted to the ceiling. <laughs> your, yeah, like that was another fans. thing. You
1: know how? Long, I, thank God I was only in the room like two hours, and me and you got strong coffee, Lexi. Yeah, I was worried that shit was gonna fall on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and how about your step-up shower and toilet paper? Oh my God, that was the
7: craziest thing. You walk in the room, I was like right, I'm guys?
8: gonna break my neck in this
1: thing. You go I come yeah. back
7: down. A, a, a picture the size of like an RV bathroom with a shower. Right, that's about the size size of this bathroom. Right?
8: Only you have to like take a 2 foot step up to no, get you into have to it step
1: in and then to the to the sink, and then you had another two steps to get to the <laughs> toilet bowl and the shower. You were like on the throne. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, you walk in, and there was another. was were like elevated, <laughs> so the <toilet laughs> the
7: There's like a one foot by two foot section that you walk into this bathroom. Yeah,
1: I'm glad you two took that room, because me going on that bathroom in the middle of the night would have been... <laughs> oh my been god, fun. you would have killed yourself. It was so
7: weird to go to... It was weird to poop on that toilet, I'll tell you, because your yeah, feet... Yeah, I don't your even know how like a man,
1: you would stand and pee. Uh, you would have to sit and pee on that toilet, because how would you stand?
7: You couldn't. Well, they, actually, you could. Could, it kind of rested right on the lip of the bowl <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't have to hold it because it was kind of held by the bowl the, built-in yeah, holder. the seat down <laughs> so my Lexi
1: goes up there she doesn't fall in
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a uh, so you'd, you'd walk in there was this two foot section the the, the sink was right in front of you then you turn left and you, there wasn't even enough room to take a full step and there was a, ste- a ledge there that was about I'd say it was a good 12 inches high
1: yeah, I was gonna at say that's, that was not like well, a normal step. That was like a huge step. Yeah,
7: it was like a double it was, step, right? Like an right?
1: eighteen-inch step. You had to go like this to get on. And that's those. where the that's where the
7: toilet was, right? So and t- you know,
1: I'm only five-two, so for me that was a mountain. She was looking at it like, oh <laughs> shit.
7: <laughs> so that's where the toilet is, right? I'm
1: like, I'll take the pants falling on my head. So that, there's
7: another like six six-inch step to the right of the toilet, which is the shower that you step into. Wait
9: a minute. i got to ask you guys a question. Did any of you motherfuckers take a picture of that bathroom?
7: No. And if you did, no. can you
9: t- tweet it out? No. Because no, it was
7: really, truly ridiculous. <laughs>
1: no, it really was.
7: It, it, was, it, it was literally smaller than, because I've been on a lot of cruises, it was smaller than most cruise ship bathrooms. And that's why they had to lay it out at the elevation they did. I really think so. They had you know to every, layer the everything bathroom?
1: had a level. The the sink had a level and then the the shower had a level kind of cornered in and then the toilet bowl was the highest level.
7: Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> a weird, weird situation. Plus we had that big uh we had the nicest living area though, out of all of my thoughts. Yeah,
1: we did, although we made it the studio, but yeah, it was the nicest living area.
19: Definitely. I think
7: that's why we made it the studio. But the studio is gonna, this year, uh, Michelle, I don't know if you've heard this, um, the studio is gonna be either in our room or Dave's room, but the only people okay. allowed in there are whoever's doing the show and whoever they bring in. You know, it's not gonna be an and open no studio. And no extracurricular
8: like activities going on. Yeah.
7: It's, it's Alright,
1: so I could walk to the bathroom naked now? Yes. <laughs>
7: As long as it's not in our room.
1: Well, yeah. As long as it's in your room. But you fall asleep early. I mean, you twerk and then you She's go to sleep. She's not worried about you. <laughs> what
7: Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little calmer this year. I think last year was so exciting because we were all meeting the first time. You know, at least now. Can a lot I tell of us-
1: you, it was the very first time ever, and I've with Frank Castle for four years. It was the very first time ever that he was able to hold his alcohol, and I really believe it was the excitement. Of being around everybody, and it was just such a cool experience. So if anybody listening has never been to stuff, it's like meeting friends that you have known your whole life, but you've never met.
7: Yep, that's exactly what it was like. And there's gonna be new ones this year. I mean, you know, I know Frank's already met a lot of the people that are gonna be there because of his tour that he just did. Yeah, he
1: went on the tour. Yeah, I, I mean, know. That's he met true Wayne, though. and like
7: Wayne's every, gonna be there.
8: Every person that was there, like, will probably be friends with for ever.
7: Yeah, I would. Forever. Think, yeah. yeah,
8: I would think so. Almost every Weird. Everybody. Yeah, almost. I, I I'm we not including the staff in that.
7: No, no, I think we lost. Nothing one against
8: some of them, but you know. Right. Prostitution. Well, we and lost all some that. of them, but you
1: know. <laughs> it wasn't it
7: prostitution, honey? I'm sorry. Stop calling it prostitution. Well,
1: you know, I don't know, honey. Can do you know for sure, Sean? Sure. You really don't know either. Well,
7: that's true. Shifty might have slipped her some money. No, You
1: know, I mean, the I'm just one saying. guy
8: that was dating her after we left there. The whole like staff. At the Coco Kai as the world turns, Which like his anymore. girlfriend turned out to be a crack addict hoe. Oh. Yeah,
10: like hey, yeah, the
8: story. And, and that whole thing happened with Trip. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I know that's concerning.
17: Tripp and
1: you know he was fucking scoping me out, and Ferris, unbeknownst to him, because you know I didn't want oh, to bring Casper involved, so I was just going to take him out myself. <laughs> and Ferris, he was like, you look very nice, but you look like you would hurt somebody. And Ferris was like, she'll cut you. <laughs> 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 I was like, thank you, Ferris. I'm like, yeah, don't fuck with me. I'm like, "So I have to get Frank Castle involved. you're going to be in the fucking ocean with the shark.
7: And, of course, Ferris <laughs> will be there again. Um, who I know. Party underpants. in
1: your underpants. Woo! <laughs> oh,
7: i got to get that song from your dad for that weekend.
1: Is your dad coming?
7: He's going to come... He said he was going to come Saturday and hang out for a little bit. But I really wanted to—I really wanted him to do a show Friday from there. But, you know, I guess if he can, he can't. I don't think he's coming well, to up. Well, I'm thinking I'm
1: going to come in Thursday because I want to come in before the festivities. I want to be stationed. Okay. Yay.
7: So are you staying here? Are you staying?
1: I don't know. Whoever's going to pick me up at the airport, <laughs> Dave. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: Dave can I sleep on your couch you drive Steve? me to Lexi <laughs> sure can you take me to Lexi please <laughs>
7: well you know how many people are going to be here with cars too I mean everybody's going to be renting cars We're yeah. be driving here so it's going to be uh, it's and it's awesome. the most
1: beautiful spot this Minnesota Key is gorgeous
7: Yeah, the water I mean beautiful.
1: really all jokes aside I mean the whole atmosphere of Brass Fest is amazing Besides the people, because the people are, of course, great. I mean, it's just great to meet people that you, like, listen to on the radio or, you know, are friends with that I've never met. And, but the beach is, oh my God. And then, you know, you can pretty much walk anywhere.
7: Yep. Yeah. It's going This is going to be even better because, like Lexi said, we're, we're a little bit less than a mile from the, uh, from the, the, the tiki bar we went to.
1: Oh, that was amazing. We have the biggest fears people. Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so we'll be able to walk there and and we're right next to the uh, uh I think stump the pass. beer
1: glass could probably go from like my breast to my head. <laughs> Michelle, we're we'll be right
8: next to a state park too, so we can walk all the way to the pass where the gulf meets the ocean or the intercoastal <gasps> meets the gulf. It's gorgeous. And
7: it is rumored uh Joe might be bringing a boat.
8: That would be you awesome. Mean.
7: Yeah, Joe, because there, yeah. there's well, docks. Yeah,
8: well, let's me and you are taking a walk. We'll take some rides and walks and whatever. It'll be I, great. I don't
7: think my dad will let me use his boat because he saw me last no year. No way. There's no yeah. way in hell he'd give me his Not boat. Not use. <laughs> Not happening. Although we did talk about renting one, maybe.
8: We might rent, rent one if we have enough people that want to go in. It's relatively. I'll go in on renting rent a, a boat, boat. definitely. Because that would be really fun. But that, I would Could say, can we rent a, a Cap
7: If we're to rent a boat, th- no, I I would drive it. If There's
8: that Allure Rentals where around the corner from I was from gonna there. say, if we're gonna
7: rent a boat, though, we should do that Sunday after checkout. Load everything yeah. into the cars and then go re- rent a boat for the day yeah. after we're done on so, you know Sunday. Yeah. That's
1: That's right. I'm there till Tuesday, and I already have a place to stay, so.
8: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I guess we gotta leave that bed up a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, Michelle, it was nice talking to you, sweetie. We'll see you soon.
1: All right. Thanks for letting me call in. I love you guys. I'm looking forward to Razzfest. Anybody who's listening, book a room. Go on the Razzfest fan page. Look it up. Check it out. Great race. Lefty fucking hooked us up. Come have fun with have fun. Hey,
9: before you go, Michelle. Before you go, I I have a request. Okay. Can you and Lexi do, like, one more uh, natural affair show?
1: Um, oh. You know, we were we were actually <laughs> talking about doing maybe, we um, well, you know what maybe I'm not going to talk about right now, but yeah. yeah all right, so we so do one quarterly. Am, I'm so down for that. Actually, we were talking about doing one towards maybe once a month towards the end of your show and just throwing in a little natural affair because I'm going to tell you, like, really quickly, I went to a doctor this week. And when I came home and told Frank Castle what the doctor told me and I got in her face. And Frank was like, you just pulled natural affair Michelle 66 out of your body. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we need more, we need more of a natural affair because our listeners need to know more about that. And Lexi yeah. is so knowledgeable and I'm right on board and I learned so much. And so yes, I would love to do a natural affair, especially at RASFES.
7: They, that's hey. what I was thinking before Wayne's show you guys can yeah. kick off the live broadcasting at like 11 o'clock are you cool with <laughs> like that a
8: live? relaunching premiere episode <laughs> yeah yeah you good with that? we'll work on something epic <laughs> that we yeah, couldn't possibly fuck
10: up
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't fuck up
8: uh, and it'll be
7: early it'll, it'll be early our we won't men be drunk are the yet.
1: kings but we are the queens
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I asked. <laughs> good job Dave What's through all these canceled. <laughs> all right, all right guys.
1: You guys have a great evening. Thank you for letting me call in.
7: All right, honey. We'll talk to you later.
1: Love all right, you.
7: Bye-bye. Bye. Le- Oop, sorry. I cut it off there right. on the final of you. Oh, the rich stop,
1: stop. That's shit okay. Dick.
8: <laughs> shit
7: <laughs> dicks. <laughs> that,
9: that, you know what? That really is my favorite.
7: What, that one? The, the rich yeah. shit dicks? Yeah, the rich shit
8: dicks.
12: <laughs> <laughs> I know!
8: that guy is just really fucking funny
7: yeah all right guys well it's been fun it's been a a, an enjoyable show we got a lot of information out there um we will be back next week dave will be in studio with us so that'll be uh that should be an interesting show you know what to bring with you you always do (laughs) and uh you know hey have a good week enjoy the labor day weekend and, and labor day on monday and uh We'll talk to you very soon.
20: Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet a loss, of sense, of weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world, always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time, in the dirt to see grace, when I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake, when I'm risking it all no time to waste, fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place, it's time to blast off Destination Space, with the sunset hung behind us, and the universe that blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode moving free and through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown, please don't go. But well, right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check For intelligent life Now's time to connect it's an S-O-S The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful The silent and the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the earth.
0: Thanks, the first 52's
6: the bump, diggity.
0: is high. is hot with no shade at all. Reminiscent of the summers that came before. Where the hustle's strong or you won't survive. Graffiti tells the story of a million lives. Through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive. Where the ponds are formed, the rats run and hide. Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life. Where the express bus runs twice a night. To the stadium that's packed every Monday night. To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight. Where you can get what you want if the price is right. And screaming, fuck, use another way to be polite.
2: The home of the true multicultural Women looking fly Men swarming like some vultures We affected by a million different cultures Crafted in the sound Just like it was a sculpture Taste of Danforth In Caravana Puffing on Cubans Like we lunching in Havana Club District Find me down on Richmond Escalate Ferraris Music banging out the system Yeah in summer This is how we live In Corona and Dan. Laid back and chilling Every day somewhere elderly life from the east to the west we down to take flight hit the boardwalk filled up at queen's key heading to the island coming back around the three cherry beach sunbathing volleyball every saturday this always seems to be the call just a few perks when you're in my zone this is where i'm at and this is
13: where i'm calling home